adjust my mic, sorry. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode two of PC Wrestling, uh, talking everything Royal Rumble recap. Royal Rumble was last night, so there's a lot of things to discuss. I'm sure everybody's going to have things to say in the comments as well, so feel free to chat and comment along. You know, give your opinions, give your thoughts as we uh, as we give our thoughts and opinions about this Rumble. So I'll let everybody introduce themselves. Everybody can plug in their socials real quick. Boy 94 all social media platforms. If you guys want to follow me for wrestling content, check me out on all social media platforms, Boy 94 And we'll just go in the order. We'll start with Jay, then we'll just rotate all the way till the end. What's up, guys? It's Jade, infamous opinionist. Uh, all the links for Instagram, all that stuff are in my bio. Hashtag justice for Dolph Ziggler. We're going to start. We, we good. We're going to start. PC, uh, what's going on, y'all? Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy, G-Baby, underscore G.Baby22 on all socials. Also, follow the, follow the podcast with a couple of my guys. Keeping it G underscore podcast. We go live pretty much every Tuesday. So I'll y'all y'all tune into that. What's going on, everybody? It's Pat uh GTZPAT91 on TikTok. It's my only social currently at the moment. Uh I'm excited to get into this because I had a lot of opinions that I didn't even get to talk about in a video today. So I'm ready to get this going. What's up, y'all? It's Nate, Y-N-R-D underscore 248 on Instagram and TikTok. Huge Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn fan, and if y'all were on my live last night, I absolutely freaked out after what happened, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that when we get into that. Um, and green tea is green tea if it's ju- just green tea. If y'all get that reference, I'll love you for life. That's it. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Lewis here. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the Wrestling Chop Shop. On, on YouTube, of course. Follow me on Twitter, King underscore two three five seven eight. I I just post random shit on there. But uh, let's get to it, man. What's up, everybody? Axel Guzman ten seventeen. New to the group. I'd like to thank everybody for having me on. That's one thing. Um, go follow the Wrestling Chop Shop on YouTube. Axel Guzman ten seventeen on all platforms. Let's get this discussion started, man. Rumble was crazy. All right, so I want to start with, with G because he was there last night. So his experience was a little bit different than everybody else's. So I'm going to let you take it off in the beginning. Just for overall, what do you think of the show overall from being there? Um, Overall, I'm not going to lie. I'm giving it an A- minus just because I'm biased to the fact that it was my first one there. And it was just great atmosphere. Um, Like, I've been to football games. I've been to basketball games. But... Being at a wrestling show, it, it is different because it's definitely diverse with the amount of people that, like, you know, it's not just one set of people. You got people from all over. Like, I, I, I'm almost positive I saw some people from France. Like, that's how that's how much, you know, people, like, come around and stuff. Um, the show as a whole, amazing. Hey, like, from the start, with starting with the Men's Royal Rumble all the way through, it was crazy. It was even though there was, you know, people, there were some botches. And I was right next to the pyro. So that that first that first big, like, it kind of threw me off guard. I'm not going to hold you. But as far the as pyro is different, bro. It's shit loud, man. I ain't gonna yeah, yeah, like, it, like yeah. you think, it, it don't, yeah, it's, it's definitely misleading on the TV. Not Especially the welcome to the show pyro that they oh, first set off at the beginning. <laughs> Fuck pyro, bro. I think Cody, I think Cody Rhodes has the loudest pyro I've ever heard in my life. Because that that like smacked me in my ear. It was crazy, but no, nah, it was a great show, man. I, I had a blast. Saw my boy Trent there. Shout out you. Um, yeah, Trent. Yeah, bro. It was, yeah, it was crazy. 
Yeah, I'll say that was a good first show. This is your first show ever you've been to WWE. It was a good first show. I ain't gonna lie. I've been to a couple of shows, but I mean, the pyro is crazy. I be telling people that too. Like, the pyro is it's, it's different on in person, bro. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy, though. Especially with like, if it's inside. Know, but I used to I used to hate when like Kane would be at the show because you know his power right in the beginning. Oh my so, like, Kane, sometimes you wouldn't know he coming out and just boom, you feel me? So it comes out of nowhere. But uh, yeah. we are gonna go reverse style, man. Let's, let's just start with the ending because that's what everybody wants to talk about. If I'm being honest, yeah. everybody wants to talk about that end. So we all start with, with the end first. Before we get into what happened afterwards, let's talk about the match in general: Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I think everybody pretty much had Roman Reigns winning. Um, me and Axe talked about this a few times. We were t- we were on the live. Um, when 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 Kevin started taking that ass whooping at the end, that got pretty crazy. You know, and when he started taking the, the steel step bumps and stuff, I was like, "God, then we gonna step in or what, bro?" Because it's getting crazy at this point. Like it was it was it was getting pretty nasty at the end. But overall, though, I mean, the match was what it was. I thought it was pretty good. Told a good story. And as far as what the ending was, I don't know how y'all felt, but that shit was a masterpiece for me. I mean, the ending was like, I I'm not gonna lie though. When 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 they announced that. The main event was gonna be what it was. I I, I really thought the Rock was showing up. I'm not gonna lie. I really thought it was gonna happen. But, yeah. um, and look, we got the Rock in the chat. Man, he said he missed. Uh-huh. 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 What's up, Dwayne? Yeah, you, you know, it was always different shows. I ain't gonna lie. I thought that's what was gonna I'm happen. I'm glad but... you missed your flight because I didn't want your ass there. What you are <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> The way the way the way it ended though, I, I I was down with it, man. I thought it told a great story from every aspect as far as. The emotions from Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, everybody like played their part so well. It was like some people are like comparing it to like cinema, like a cinema movie. You know what I mean, like it was, it was, it was just a masterpiece. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with G again because you were there in person. So the, the give me give me the rundown for you. So for me, I I thought the same thing too because uh, me and my little brother I got there for like the little pre-show just so they could see it and stuff. That's when I found out that it was gonna be the main event. So I was like. Man, I swear if the rock is coming. So I literally was recorded for like 15 minutes straight, just waiting for his music to hit. But overall, the crowd, man, that, that's really my biggest takeaway. They were just everybody, almost everybody was pretty much standing to their feet. They was just glued in. You know, we had the main event match. Oh my gosh, Kevin Owens head on the stairs. That was brutal to watch live. That was brutal to hear live. Um we get to the main event, that beat down, we're all just kind of like, all right, man, what's going to happen? The buildup to Sammy, you know, being in his face, like, the crowd. This is, like, all around, because the only thing I couldn't do, I couldn't, obviously, I couldn't see what Roman was saying. So I'm just trying to read lips on the screen at that point. You know, I don't get to hear, you know, like, everything that kind of adds to it. But even without that, we were all just kind of like, man, What's gonna happen? Is he finally gonna do it? And then when he finally lifts that chair up, hit his back, the whole crowd and whole crowd was just way crazy. And then when Jay Uso walked off, it was even crazier. Like it, I like you said, believe I thought it was a beautiful. Like if you weren't gonna have the Rock show up, this was the next best thing that you could have done. And I think it was just beautiful. And then we're probably going to get into later what Jay Uso posted on his story today. But it's just wonderful storytelling. Wonderful. Jay, what are you running down, man? What you think? Top five stories in WWE in the last 10 years are, in no particular order, um, Lesnar's Pursuit of Goldberg, uh, Kofi Mania, Daniel Bryan versus The Authority, um, 
I can't I can't think of a fifth right now. My point is top top five angles in the last ten years. The bloodline and Sami Zayn are right there. And last night was just it was just the culmination of the whole thing. And I'm not even a lot of people are like focusing in on the start from when Sami Zayn came in. This shit got good two years ago when Roman was trying to get Jay to join the bloodline and all the shit he made Jay do to prove his loyalty in the beginning. And then Jay pulling Jimmy in and even thinking back to the start of that and all the wrinkles, if you'll remember, Jay was the one that had to convince Jimmy to get on board. But now we're here at the end and Jay is the one walking away while Jimmy is the one beating the the hell out of Sammy. There, and then you don't even get into the fact of Sammy hitting Roman with the chair, looking exactly the same way that Seth Rollins did it. There's just so much that goes into this story, and it's so well fleshed out and so well thought out that I can't help but be blown away by it. I'm with Malik and Axel. The the brutality of it got a little uncomfortable. Like there was no blood or whatever, and that's what gets me about people who say they want blood. You can be brutal without having blood. There wasn't a drop of blood in that entire thing, but it was so damn brutal. Owen's head going back into the stairs twice, the super kicking to Owen's 20 times. Just absolutely perfect storytelling from beginning to end. I don't care what happens next, but I'm on board. What about you, uh, Pat? Uh, for me, man, it, I actually, full disclosure... I didn't get to watch the show like live when it started. I, it's kind of why the reason I was, I was a little late getting on today. I'm in. Uh, oh, shit. Did I cut off? A little bit. My bad. Uh, my bad. Uh, hold on one second. Let me, let me do something real quick. Turn that. And do we lose them again? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We should, be, we, should, we should be good. Okay. But uh, I had to wait till the show was over so I could watch the rerun because I'm in the crunch time finish, trying to finish my move. So I watched it late. And so the main event, I watched the main event probably at like 3 this morning. I stayed up because I wanted to get through the entire thing. And when Sammy – or I'm sorry, when Kevin's head hit those stairs – I was sitting on the couch and I literally like, I'm surprised I didn't wake up my people in my house. Cause I was just like, Oh my, from someone who's dealt with head injuries in the past, they looked uncomfortable. Like those are just types of moves that you can't fake. You can't like, you just have to accept what's coming. And it was, and then you get into the storytelling of Sammy, even before the ending of the match, just his facial expressions for each pin, for each close-up, for every little thing, Sammy's facial expression. Right before the spear into the barricade, him telling Kevin, just stay down, just, you know, just let it be done. Just masterful st storytelling. And it was so great to watch. I was glued the entire time. And also, one thing that I think doesn't get brought up enough, and I know G didn't get to experience it because he was there live, but Michael Cole's storytelling from commentary, putting over, screaming to stop the match after the headshot, screaming to do something when uh, they handcuff KO. It just, it was so great. It was, I agree with what Jade said. Top one of the top five storytellings in the past ten, five years, ten years. It's just, it was amazing. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes with Jay and with everything. It's just, it's. 
it's the first time in a long time the bloodline just the entire bloodline culmination thing it's made me excited to continually tune in to watch wrestling because i need to see what's going to happen and now that this has happened now i really need to see because there are a couple times you could kind of tune out for a show or two and you don't really miss much but like it's like this is now you know they always give it the uh the cliche term but this the bloodline storyline is must watch television you have to watch to see what's going on so i i thought it was great it was amazing roman's still champ i think we all kind of predicted that coming but just that turn the chair shot i almost it, to me it almost seemed like the chair shot like didn't hurt him as much as like the realization of what sammy did like the wide eye exactly in his face yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't even the chair shot that hurt him it was realizing what sammy had done that hurt him You're right on yep. and it was it was great it was masterful the jay almost breaking down in tears it's it solo moving jimmy out of the way so he can get the spike in just every little in intricacy of all of it was just absolutely amazing i loved it it was you know seven stars go ahead nate what about you dog uh the match itself it just shows that the like the in-ring quality of some matches don't need to be all the way there because the match itself was fine as a as a roman reigns kevin owens match it was probably the worst match in ring just because they didn't do a lot. Mm -hmm. But they didn't need to do all that because the end after the match, like that's what everyone's talking about. No one's talking about the actual match besides like some of those spots, like Kevin Owens getting his head hit on the still steps. Um, it's just what I love in wrestling. I'm more of a character segments, promos guy rather than a, a in-ring guy, right? I love me some good old wrestling, but like give me more of that because when I was watching it, it didn't feel like I was watching wrestling. It, like I said, everyone compares to cinema. It feels like felt like cinema. And a lot of the great storylines, I'm not putting down the great storylines at all, but they felt very like wrestling. It just felt like a lot of the great storylines feel like a wrestling storyline. Austin McMahon, that feels like a wrestling storyline. It's an amazing storyline. feels like a wrestling storyline. At Kofi Mania, it... It's an amazing story. It feels like a wrestling storyline. The bloodline feels like it's more than wrestling. It just feels bigger than wrestling. Just with everything that has gone into it, the how long it has gone, it just feels like it's more than that. I'm not putting down any other story because there's been a lot of great stories. It just feels like it's better. It's bigger than wrestling. And uh, like Pat said, Michael Cole putting everything over, even putting over the fact that Roman might have paid off a bunch of the officials in the back to not stop the match. Like just the little things like that just make this so good. And I didn't even know how loud the crowd was when Sammy hit Roman with the chair because I was loud myself. I probably woke up my mom and dad, like, to be honest, like they're like in the next room over. I was so excited. I yelled. It's on camera. It was, I was just amazed. And then when Jimmy walked out, I was not expecting that because I was like, Sammy's going to hit him. But I didn't expect, or excuse me, Jay. I didn't expect Jay to walk out and just, uh, I don't, it was, it was amazing. It was one of the greatest endings to a pay-per-view I've ever seen. Um, like I, I'm not ready for it to end, but it's got to end. But this is something I'm going to tell my kids about in like 10, 10, 20 years. Like I'm going to tell them like this, one of the greatest things I've ever seen is this sport, this entertainment. And this is why I love it. And this is why you should watch it. It was amazing. I just can't. I can't get enough of it. I can't. Like I can go on and on, uh, but I, I'm gonna I'm pass it on. Go ahead, Lewis. Floor is yours. 
Man, you already know how man how I feel, man. Fuck Roman, fuck the bloodline. You already know how I do. But um on a serious note, um um y'all know me, I didn't start giving a shit about the bloodline up until Sammy joined because it was something new, something interesting. Um, I kept an open mind about it. I put my bloodline hate aside. Honestly, it actually is one of the best things on television. I ain't gonna hold you. That don't mean I acknowledge them, Malik. So don't get your hopes up. But um, I give I give flowers where flowers is due, and it actually has been amazing. One thing I need to give credit on is to Triple H because I've seen so many people criticize Triple H about how he booked the Rumble. But I think people fail to realize how he does his booking because from Survivor Series to Royal Rumble, this has been nothing but story enhancers to extend the story and to make it more, you know, to, to make more shit out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of Survivor Series, we saw Sammy officially get accepted and, um, you know, getting the dub for his team. Royal Rumble, we see this dude get kicked the fuck out. And that's leading up to a bigger match, hopefully, in Montreal for Sammy. So I think that's something Triple H does really well is finding ways to extend his story, finding ways to enhance it. So I think that's really good. Um, I mean, you guys took the words out of my mouth, though. I mean, I, I personally enjoyed the Roman and KO match as a whole. I thought KO was going to lose on that second spear, to be honest with you. I didn't think he was going to kick out of that second spear. I like the match as a whole. Uh, I like the storytelling as a whole. Um, uh, I was I was shocked when Sammy hit Roman with that chair, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just excited for uh, uh, Roman and Sammy Montreal. That's what I'm that's what I'm excited for. That's the match I've been wanting to happen, and I think that match is probably going to have the most near falls we've ever seen. So, what about you, X? Like you said, Malik, we already talked about this yesterday. But whether you like Roman, whether you hate Roman. That was cinema, man. The whole thing was cinema. I, I, I'm not a Roman fan, but I got my phone out because it's just it's just such a beautiful thing. This is honestly to me, this is the first storyline I've been really invested in since like Randy Orton versus The Fiend. And they've just done so it can go so many ways, man. Like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, Jay walks out. Because he he's oh Sammy betrayed him and all that, but I feel like it's way more. You guys talk about the PTSD with Roman with the shield. What about the PTSD of Jay seeing Sammy as him? You guys remember Hell in the Cell? Mm -hmm. Jimmy like Jay's already laid out. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's like, come on, man, what more do you need? Come on, this is your family. This and no matter what you give Roman, it's not enough for this man, bro. So he I just feel like he got the PTSD and he's like, yo. Like, yes, the Sammy part does play into that because, I mean, like, damn, bro. Like, come on, man. I stood up for you. Like, you know, like, but I feel like it's way deeper than that. The match as a whole, it wasn't the best, but that was only because that match was solely to play into the storyline for Sammy. Just so we can see the look on Sammy's face. Like, every time he would get speared, the spear through the barricade. It's like, bro, we were just all watching Sammy. Like, yo, when are you going to do something? And like Malik said with the chair, the chair, I mean, not the chair spot, the the stair spot, if it was me at that time, that's when I would have stepped in because, bro, them that spot was gruesome. Yeah. And then for them to do it twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, Sammy hesitated with the chair and everything, but he still did what he, what he was supposed to do. And it still wasn't enough for Roman. He's like, nah, you're going to see us kick 
Yo, brother's ass, bro. Super kick after super it, kick it, after it super kick, bro. We thought, we thought it was enough at war games, you know, when right when he picked and, and, and that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. And then and then we think, oh, it's done. Here come Roman with handcuffs. Super kick after super kick after super. And then the it, moment it, everybody's talking about, bro. Bro, not the not to mention them he, taking them taking off the necklace, uh not the necklace, but like ripping up the flower petals, yeah, like basically yeah, saying Sammy's yeah. dead type shit. Yeah, it, it's I like to compare it to like it's called know, like when you get in the mafia, it nothing's really enough because you're in it for life. And the only mm-hmm. way out is are you snitch? But even if you snitch, you're still so that's kind of where I looked at it. I was like, when you're in the bloodline with Roman. Is you, there's only really one way out? So <laughs> there's one way out, and Sammy. Yeah, he, he was he, he was even he was even saying it when he was talking trash. He was like, "We've gone too far at this point." Like, yeah, you know, bro. And I and I said it before the match. I said I feel like no matter what Sammy does at the Rumble, it won't be good enough. And lo and behold, it wasn't good enough, man. It's never good enough for him, bro. You know what? Some also like what kept us on our toes too was at the beginning of the show before we even got to the matches. Like when Roman was like, you know, tonight's a big night for Sammy. You know, it's like. You know, it still keeps your mind like you know, like what you mean by that. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought Sammy was gonna come out when Ray got his ass whipped. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I thought they was gonna put Sammy in the Rumble match. Like, mm-hmm. like they did such a good job. Just that little shit. Just that little thing where Roman's like, you know, tonight's gonna be a big night for Sammy. That's it. That's it. And then we didn't see them until till the main event. Like it really like made you wonder. The, the whole aspects of everything makes everything so interesting. Cause like. Like, like I said, we don't really know where this is going. Like, I mean, we all assume it's going to be Roman and Sammy in Montreal for sure. But, I mean, we don't know where the sides oh, play. And, and, and well, quick, somebody, pointed, somebody pointed out, my bad to cut you off, but somebody pointed out, Jay, Jay walking out, don't forget, technically, the, ta- the tag team champions right now are Jay and Sammy. Technically. Uh, I don't know if that will play anything, but I was like, yo, that makes sense. Cause I, 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 that's what I asked you about. The, the last title defense was Sammy and Jay. The, the, only reason, the only reason why, like, I, I hear you, and I know it's, like, reaching. The only reason why I kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. because Jay, I mean, Jimmy's cleared. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy's good, like, clearly. So, like, I like I don't I don't think they've had a match since, but... The next time they wrestle, they've been advertising it to be Jimmy and Jay, but I get you on that. So I, it's just, I, I know that's probably going to be Roman and Sammy in Montreal, but I still think it needs to be Roman and Sammy in Mania. Like, I still, like, I still think, even though Cody won, that's cool. You can win night one, take the Raw title back, and do your thing over there, bro. Still thinking these like I still think it does because I uh, saw so wait wait let me meet you halfway. What if some fuck shit happens on Montreal that leads to a rematch? That's that's Ooh, the only way I feel like they gotta but, get around. What it. if but they've already talked about doing Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber? Yeah, that's yeah, that's where he's talking about. He's saying he's saying that Sammy will get screwed and they'll have a rematch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What if some fuck shit happens what? in Montreal? But here's, here's, here's my thing though, like realistically, that's cool, but I feel like if they were gonna do that, they could they should have did it for Drew McIntyre first, then because he was the one that got screwed first. And it's I think I think my whole thing I think my whole thing right now is while yes, the same thing turning on Roman, like yes, it's great and everything like that, but kind of to, to access credit, I think right now the story isn't Roman and Sammy. I think it's Sammy and Jay and Jimmy 
and KO and kind of intertwining all of that. If it gets to Roman and Sammy, that's cool, that's fine. But I think that's, right that's, now, that's, that's what I think too. I think <sighs> what I, what I noticed from last night is that when 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 Sammy took that chair to Roman's back, he strictly looked at Jay Uso and apologized. No, he didn't look at anybody yeah. else. He looked Jay Uso and apologized. Like look at it, look at it this way, G. What if they do like let's say, let's say they have Sammy versus uh, Roman. Uh, in Montreal, some BS happens or whatever, and Roman still wins. And then Sammy and uh, KO go after Jay and Jimmy for the tag titles, take the titles off of them, and that just sends Roman even down more of a spiral to and then continue to go after Sammy. That's probably the easiest plan because you because my whole thing is especially with Triple H in charge. Triple H is very much a tradition type guy. If you're gonna have the big payoff, you're gonna do it in Mania. But it's kind of like, what do the? It's kind of like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the big pop in Montreal and give Sammy a big kind of feel good win with Kevin at Mania, or do you get that big loud pop if if uh, Sammy beats Roman at Mania? The only other thing, and this will be the last thing. The only other thing that might get in the way with that. Do you want Roman losing twice in twice in two nights? There's not only that, but I'll go ahead, Jay. Well, well, all all I'm going to say, look, we got we got weeks and weeks and weeks, right? To you know, yeah, hell yeah, it's a long fucking time to go. Things are going to develop. Things are going to stew. We're going to get information tomorrow on Monday Night Raw that we didn't have tonight, and it might change our entire kind of view on what's going to happen. I want to make one quick point because as we move forward, talking about the rest of Royal Rumble, just to bring it back a little bit. I think it's great, fascinating that we're having this conversation around the story because one of the big things that's coming out of Royal Rumble in my TikTok comments is that this match sucked and that match sucked and this match sucked. So NXT, NXT from 2015 to 2019 was simultaneously one of the best things and one of the absolute worst things to happen in professional wrestling. And that goes towards the EVPs doing all they did with Ring of Honor and New Japan leading into AEW as well. Because all of these people got so conditioned to be able to tune into wrestling and see banger, 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 that they stopped caring about the story. And at at the very heart of professional wrestling, is it really about every match week to week to week being a 30-minute banger? Or is it about these stories and these threads that keep us coming back to find out what's going to happen next? And we're not sitting around talking about was this match good or not. We've acknowledged it wasn't the best, but we're also acknowledging that's not important at all. And that goes for both Royal Rumbles. That goes for all the Bray Wyatt stuff we're going to talk about soon. I just want everyone to keep that in mind, is that at its heart, storytelling is what drives wrestling, not the week-to-week-to-week bangers that everyone is looking for. I I 100% agree with that, especially because when you look at at the, the top names that have come before Cena, The Rock, Stone Cold, people like that, while they are icons of this industry and nobody is ever going to doubt what they have done for the business, what they brought to the business, who they were as people like that, realistically, if you look at their in-ring work, yeah, it's some, again, they've had great matches, a lot of them with each other, but every week they weren't putting on bangers. Shoot, Stone Cold only wrestled like maybe like 15, 20 matches every couple years like in a year just because he couldn't physically do it but because of the character that he was and the story that he brought forward people kept tuning in to watch it 
<laughs> and that's the thing. Like he would come out stunner <laughs> and promo done, and that's all he needed to do. Like that's I I, I spoke about this, and we'll, we'll get into more of it later. Like everybody is so conditioned to I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, I want this, I want this, I want this. You have to let a story build for it to mean something and for it to be impactful. If not, it's going to be a short feud and it's going to die out. And people are going to be like, well, what was that? Well, what was that? I'm, I'm with, I'm totally with Nate. I'm way more into storytelling than I am necessarily into in-ring work. Don't get me wrong. I love good in-ring work. You know, I love, I love Sean. I love Eddie. I love everybody who's able to go in the ring. But when you look at matches that are the story tells almost as much, if not more than the in-ring work, then you are drawn in because it's like uh, when Roman first started out on this heel run, a lot of people gave him shit that his, his wrestling style was slow and methodical. And like that. But that's because he was, he would talk during the matches and he would boast his bravado. And like, he was telling the story about why he was who he was and who he was, why he was the baddest. He was conveying that story. And that was what was made Roman, at least to me, that's what made Roman great. Him bringing th- the story to you. I, I think some people, like, they're, well, just just for starters, I'm a guy who prefers in-ring work more than anything in the world, if y'all haven't noticed yet. But, um, fucking, I think what people these days, they focus too much on in-ring work and shit. Like, for example, some people look at The Miz and, like, they see his in-ring work and they're like, oh, my God, he's so shitty but forget that this dude is one of the best storytellers in the business. You know what I'm saying? The way I look at it is if the story is great and if the story, if the storytelling is there in the match, you don't need to have fucking super kicks, flippy dippy shit, you know, fast paced match. You don't need to have that shit. Sometimes the story is what makes the match. You know what I'm saying? I think LA not agrees. Um, Miz is one of the best storytellers. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is absolutely stand down. Absolutely. You get solo, bro. Yeah, yeah. This is a whoa, whoa, whoa. This is new to me. Look, all I'm saying is, like, I took notes. I took notes for the rumble. I took notes for the whole thing, and this is just this first page is just for the men's rumble. And my second note is Miz doesn't get enough credit. Does, like, does not. He's a great pro. You bring in anybody that needs to be worked on the main roster, you throw with Miz because Miz can make anything exactly. work, bro. He made no, Miz, no, no. he made Dexter oh, Lumis okay, okay. and Gargano work on the main roster. He gave oh. Dolph a run of a lifetime when Dolph was counted out. Are you serious? Who, who, who did Daniel Bryan work with when he came back? The fucking nah, man. What are you doing? Oh, man. No, 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 what are we up, doing hold here? Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold what are we doing here, I man? I don't want to hear that. Because what do you mean? Miz what do you mean? Miz 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 Damn, we are disrespecting Miz. Come on, G. G. G, I fucks with you, dog. But come on, dog. Let him talk, Lewis. Let him Let him talk. This is a great promo. I'm not here to disrespect Miz. I mean, he's held his job. For as long as you have, but let's be real. He had that talking smack segment in 2016. Mm-hmm. He had the storyline with Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Bro, come story, on, his, like, like you I, said, Daniel Bryan when he came story, back, he worked with the Miz. That was not a. They didn't do that right. They did not do that storyline right. That was a mid storyline. So it was underwhelming to say the least. 2019. We just gonna ignore two years. Right. His, his storyline. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> his his storyline. title. 
His IC right. title, his storyline with John Cena, his storyline with uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix with him and Maurice, like what he did for Logan Paul, what he did for Logan, like he's wait, wait, he. Wait. Are you uh, the, 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 the John Cena one? Are you talking about the mix the mixed tag team match at Mania? Yes, yeah. that was, was a good story. One promo segment. There that was, was a one great promo story. Segment. It was mid. They had a good promo segment. The John Cena house rules. What's your definition of mid? Because like I'm like okay, the right. John Cena house rules hit. Well, that's that because well, that's what I, I was actually word. going to ask y'all. Because y'all said storytelling. Do y'all mean storytelling in a match, or do y'all mean just being able Miz to can do a good both. promo? I don't all. think he can do it all. Right. Miz is an amazing. He's an amazing seller. He's a great bumper. He stays healthy, so he's able to wrestle continuously. Like oh, how many times? Wow. How many times yeah. have you seen the Miz getting injured? How many times has the Miz been injured exactly. in his fourteen-year career? Only once. But even Pat, what even with that injury, he was on TV every week on a fucking wheelchair. Right? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Even even yeah. though look, even though the match or even though the the pay per view overall was shit, he literally like took a smack concussion during Mania, and still the managed movie. to crawl his ass over to create to in the a Miz, win. Like, look, the Miz is consistent. That I will give you. You, you need to, hey, yeah, but y'all, but there's a difference between being consistent and being consistently great. And I don't think he's been consistently great. He's been consistent. He's had Whose great moments. He, what do you mean? Whose fault it's is not, that? He's it's never not the business fault. I mean, he's got they gave him the WWE to... Championship uh, one, and it didn't work. That's why he's never been back they, except for two weeks. That was they they not, right. You're not gonna do that. They literally gave that to him. I want to hear what Jay has to say. Let Jay talk. I want to hear this. I'm trying to hear You are going. You are going to. You are going to sit there with a straight face and tell me that they booked the Miz versus Jerry Lawler for three months. And tell me that that title reign was a failure because of the Miz? Okay, all right. I all didn't right. say it was a failure. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying it's a failure. You, I'm saying there's a reason he ain't been back. A failure, no, no, no. I'm saying there's a reason he ain't been back until this past time. Yeah, He's because a, Roman Reigns came along. Seth Rollins no. came along. It, the, Roman the Reigns was not in the, the company got... in 2013. He's getting older. He, he was not in the Shield in 2013. He, Roman Reigns debuted in 2014 as part of the Shield. Okay. He wasn't in the main event until after they broke up. I'm pretty sure he debuted. I'm about to say he debuted in 2012. Mm-hmm. Even before the shield, because 2022 was 10 years. Yeah, yeah the shield is the shield is 2012. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Plus, and also, 20 in 2014, he was one of the last two in the Rumble when Batista won. So he was all, and he was still in the Shield at that point. So he was already going to be pushed, getting pushed somewhat higher up in the card. That's fine. I got my years wrong, but we're not gonna blame Miz not being back in the title picture because of Roman Reigns. He's a mid card. The point what I was saying was Miz is a mid card guy. He is consistently. But to that to that to that extent, to that extent, so you're saying he's a great mid-card guy. You could say the same things of people like Mr. Perfect. You could say the same things people like Roddy Piper and things like that. They're all great, just like the Miz, even if they haven't been elevated to the top of the upper echelon. Okay. So what I will say, so what I will say to that is that if y'all view them as like, hey, Miz is going to be a quote unquote legend because of how long he's been. When okay, so let me explain. When I think a legend, 
I think of people like Stone Cold Rock, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Batista. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the only other person, like real, like if you, because how many Nick are guys? <laughs> Look what you did to Jade. Look what you did to Jade. No, no, no. You put him to sleep. There's not a lot of mid card guys we would call legends. All right, hold on. To be to be to be fair, yes. Yeah, hold, on, hold on. To be fair, yes. The Miz isn't on the level of a Triple H or any of those guys. Of course, like there's different levels to the game, but well, that's why I don't, don't mean the Miz ain't a legend, though. I don't mean the Miz ain't a legend. Come on, bro. The Miz, Look, is, the Miz has done everything in the, pretty much in WWE. First ballot. The the only two time the only two time Grand Slam champion. I don't exactly. Mm-hmm. Listen, bro. listen, bro. It's Okay, bro, you are giving discredit to the Miz in ways I wouldn't give discredit to Dolph Ziggler. Okay, this is going too far. That is like counting. That is like saying, oh, well. Ray Mysterio was a WWE. But he still has yet to say like what the Miz for ain't good at. Like hours. he said, the Miz is a good promo, but like you, yeah, like what else? Like what else? What else? G baby, G baby is basically over here saying, "Don't you dilute my opinion with facts." Let him talk. Let him talk. Because I want to. I'm curious. Okay, what is what is it about the Miz that doesn't stick out for you? Because I'm curious. Because for me, like. Like, yes, he's consistent. He's a good promo. Like, I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm not saying that he's not good and all that, but he's not at that level. The, these guys that I consider legends, you got to be like tier one. Like, like tier one. Like, I think Miz is like a tier three guy. Like, he ain't no tier one, dude. He ain't no tier one. And that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. But when you look at it, like Miz, I think Miz is best stuff. He had that. He had that run. He had that promo on Talking Smack against Daniel Bryan. Beautiful. Fantastic. He had his IC title run. Beautiful. Fantastic. The match with Dog Ziffler. That was a great storyline. Right? You, like, I. that is what we, what we did with saying he's a two-time Grand Slam champion. What we did is what we call the PC world. Context bending. Yes, he won that title. For two weeks. That's like counting Rey Mysterio's two-hour WWE champion run. It's not like that. Like, we know he's not a main eventer. We, he never has been. And that's not wrong. But I'm not going to put him in this upper echelon of top, like, because we By your logic, add that to Charlotte, add that to Cena, add that to Randy, add that to Triple H, add that, like, come on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Triple H, main eventer. Cena, main eventer. They are... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Consistent you, main eventer, not a one. What you, not oh, a one you are, now you're moving on. Now you're moving the goalposts, bro. No, come on, bro. The whole time. No, but what you, what what you're also failing to what what you're also failing to take into account about that two week run. If you go back to the Attitude Era, the WWE Championship over like the course of a year would change hands like 10, 12 times. So people were only getting four week three weeks runs they weren't getting long runs and we still consider those people was legends. that often was that was that often or was that just yes go back to the attitude era. look over the coast of, of years yes go look over the hot potato yes over so over the whole so over the whole hey. course there's there's never been no five month runs like it was two weeks you're not telling me the title was switching two weeks on the question line. question two G. weeks is not a couple months look, do you two do, different days do you consider mick foley a legend for a different reason, yes. You know how many times you won the WWE Championship? No, no, no. I, but I just said it's for a different reason. He's like a hardcore legend for me. 
But like as far as he's not in the he's not in the tier one of like a Cena, a Sander. Oh now we classify oh. him. Nick Foley. So now we classify. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. A legend is a legend. No, no, no. Because yeah. Mick Foley is a legend because he got he got thrown off a cage a couple times and he fell through it. He Yo, fell G. through it. That Miz is a legend because he was Mick a reality Foley. star that everyone said Mick wouldn't Foley make it. And he became that. a main like, eventing WWE champion. Talk your shit, Jay. Talk that shit, Mr. Sacco just gonna disrespect Mr. Sacco. Okay, that's cool too. Like that never happened. Hold on, man. Everybody, everybody. We got a mention too. Mick Foley got thrown off the cage. You just gonna disrespect Duke Love, bro? This man got a sock over. I'm just saying. I'm just you, saying. You, you, you threw. Even then, I don't think this is on the level of Mick Foley. But everybody, hold on. on but everybody knows I've been good. critical of Mick Foley. But you're gonna forget. You're gonna forget what like Mick Foley's big win over fucking Maivia was one of the main reasons I took down WCW. You're gonna fucking uh-huh. take away his story with Taker, his story with Triple H, his story with Randy. Are you are yeah, you kidding yeah, me? Those, you those, kidding no, me? I'm not man? taking those away. I'm not oh, taking those. Man. Away. Those are all great. Those are all great, but he asked that me to compare it to the Miz. I don't even think Miz is on the level of Mick Foley. But so you Miz also ain't on the level of Mick Foley. But, to I don't consider Miz. Yeah, but you, you, no you also like your, you, you also like. I feel you when you said that there. I don't put the Miz on a level of like the, the, the higher legend, like Austin. And he's not on that. You feel me? But they still don't know me. He's not a legend, though. Like Miz. Okay, is, so if you want to say he's on the lower end of legends, sure, that's fine. I just reserve legends for like I don't think I don't think Miz is a legend. I don't think he's on that level. A legend is a legend. Like giving somebody a cake and making it. Hold on, real quick. G baby, G baby, G baby, G baby, G baby. You all right, so so you said you reserve legends for like all right, so you consider Jerry Rice a legend, right? Jerry Rice for football? Like, yeah, yeah you consider Jerry Rice a legend, right? Yeah, why wouldn't he be? All right, so what about, about Julio Jones? What about Julio Jones? What about Julio Jones? That's a top ten receiver all time, absolutely. All right, what about all right, uh what about let's say what the fuck? Who who else can I say? Who else can I say? Fucking throw in like Tori um, Holt, Tori Holt, Tori Holt. What about Tory Holt? Uh, I mean, he was really good. He's he's like borderline to me. Borderline. Welcome to the rest like of the ladies said, and gentlemen. If somebody if somebody <laughs> said he was, that's if somebody it. said he was, that's it. That's it's made nah. it over the hump, man. Miss Miss being Tory Holt, nah. Yeah, what? I'm not going for that one. Not going Bro, Miss, if you look at the if you look at the beginning of Miss's career. Look at the beginning of Miss's career. If you look at the beginning of his career to when he was on Tough Enough to being tacky, Morrison, all that stuff. Nobody really thought he was going to excel to what he really became. You know what I mean? But he over Got it out the including me. Like, including me. He absolutely did. He absolutely did. Like as you just said, got it out the mud. Still not a legend, but you know. hold on. But you talking about the same guy that a lot of people consider the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, let me, let me, let me ask, bro. Get on this, bro, because you ain't saying nothing, bro. You've been quiet, so. I'm just trying to. Uh, listen, I mean, you, 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 nah, you gotta. You gotta I mean, Miz, Miz a legend or no? Let's go ahead, Axe. I need to breathe. Is Miz a legend? You you telling me? Let's see, mid Carter, high mid Carter, and he made the mid card Intercontinental Championship more relevant than the WWE title back in 2016? Yeah, he's a legend. What do you mean? Oh, my like, like, God. Like, what do you mean? I, That's what I, you like. And, and, and that, and, like. Oh, my God. 
No. It's because Brock wasn't around. Was this not around? Let me correct myself. Was this not around the time when Brock had the universal title? Was that it? too? That we're talking was it about not around the time that Brock was not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But it makes it even harder. Hold on, hold on. But in 2016, the WWE champion was, was Dean Ambrose. He was on SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about the WWE. Man, he was not bigger than no AJ Styles. Yes, he was. Not AJ Styles, but the title that. picture. Miss the title picture. The title Bro, picture. You, you <laughs> talking to a Dean Ambrose fan. Ain't nobody care about Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. They cared about Miz what? versus Ziggler. Right, nah. Bro, hey, hey. Over hey, that, was the most over person in that feud. That okay, you said you said you said Dolphin is that match? Yes, that was a great that was a better story match, but nobody cared about the Miz more than AJ and Dean Ambrose. I'm not going for that, bro. That I'm match just, was great. Nobody look, nah, I'm not look, going for that. I'll just say go ahead, Jane. You go first. <laughs> no, I'm just raising my hand to say at that time, m- miss me with Ambrose versus AJ Styles. I didn't care that, that little twerp fucking the little thing that's faster running around. I didn't care about any of that. I didn't care about any of that. Oh, James Ellsworth. Hold on, hold on. I love James Ellsworth. Yeah. We're not with disrespect. Not, not, 2016 James Ellsworth. You didn't care about them more than that. James Ellsworth didn't care about the Miz more than I couldn't. You did not say, I've oh, I'd rather see Miz on my TV more than AJ. I've never told a lie. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and someone could correct me if if they feel. But at at Mania that year, when they had the triple threat intercontinental match, it was Seth, uh, Miz and Finn. Wasn't that? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the same Rumble that, or the sorry, the same Mania that AJ fought Shinsuke, that ended with them both kicking each other in the dick? Are you telling me that you cared? It was just that was that was. But Miz was the third least important person in that match. He was the he went in his chair. What the hell are you talking about? Oh my god. And he was the third most important person in that match. We've seen oh it time and time again where people will fight over a title. I'll give Hold you on. a perfect recent example. Oh. I'll give you a perfect recent example. I go when, when, uh, when, uh, in AEW, when they were fighting over the uh, the tag titles, who was the most? It was it was uh, who? Uh, the why? Luchasaurus and why? Luchasaurus, why? Luch- why? Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. They were the least most important person. They were the ones with the titles. Well, I don't know about Luchasaurus. The, 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 that's what I'm saying. So that can happen. Miz was the everybody knew Miz wasn't walking out with that title. We knew that was set enough for Monday Night Rollins. We knew that what that was said. But the match everybody was important. The match was important because the Miz made the title important. That is and the point. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So are we also going to forget that the Miz putting in so much work for the Intercontinental Championship as soon as Rollins won it? Because Miz made the shit so important. Hold on, hold on. Are we also going to forget that the Miz putting in so much work for the Intercontinental because Miz made that shit so important that people wanted to fight for it again. Because of Miz, what he did for that title, that shit main evented extreme rules in an Iron Man match. That does not happen without Miz, bro. Facts. That, that, big that, ass fight between Rollins. Seth Rollins? Yes, yeah, Seth Rollins. Bro, I you said, take Seth Rollins out of that match, it doesn't matter. I never said that, no. Don't put words in my mouth. What I said was because of what Miz did for that title, it got defended in the main event at a pay-per-view. Because of what Miz did for that title. Yes, I I, I, I I can agree that Miz put in work for that title. Was Extreme Rules, was that not versus Seth Rollins? It was. That was Dolph Ziggler versus Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Out. I was dog. I never said that. I never said that. What are you talking about? I'm. I'm. No. I'm never. I never said that. You said. I'm saying. All right, go ahead. If you take Seth Rollins out of that match, it's not the main event. 
It says something to the Intercontinental Championship that they would give it to Seth Rollins after what The Miz did. They're like, hey, Seth, look at what Miz did. He did such a great job. We're going to give this to you, and we want you to continue to raise the prestige of the Intercontinental Championship. And we're going to give Dolph Ziggler a main event in 2018. This is two years after Dolph was super over, okay? Dolph was on the decline of people not caring about him, and he main evented with Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship because the Intercontinental Championship was so important at that time. I and think, that Iron Man match was a I'm fucking saying, banger. So, a banger. Correct me if the I'm crowd wrong. ruined it, but it's a banger. In 2018, was Brock still holding the title, and who was the WWE Champion? This was a, believe, 2018, 2018 with AJ, AJ Styles, and this Brock was a dual paper. AJ, AJ, so AJ was on the on the card. AJ yeah. was on the card. Who did he Rusev, Rusev Day. Rusev Day. Rusev versus AJ Styles was on the card, and they did not make it. Event. And it was. And try to say Rusev isn't I'm over. You just lied. Right I've never, Hold on. I never said that. I know Rusev was over. They they fumbled. Hold on, man. I'm gonna pull up the card right now, bro. Hold on, man. Okay. Because my only point is. I think I think y'all are saying, oh, the IC title was so big. And I, I'm not saying it wasn't important. I'm not trying to discredit what the Miz did. But I am I am more so like that was the main event because it's Seth Rollins. And he's a main eventer who had a singles title because he couldn't win the Universal game. AJ that's Styles was WWE champion it was and WWE it wasn't the main event. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But that's this was cool. this was the match. Hold on, this was the match card. The match card was I don't know how we got here, but welcome to the Rumble review. The match card was on Jade. The match card was on Jade versus Sincara. Sanity versus New Day in the Tables match. The B team versus Bray and Matt uh for the Raw Tag titles. Finn versus Baron in a singles match. Carmella versus Asuka. Uh, in a James Ellsworth in a fucking shark cage shit. I forgot about that. Uh, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't remember. Pass. Uh, Shinsuke. You know I'm not, we're gonna we're gonna pass that one. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage. The Bludgeon Brothers versus uh, Team Hell No. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. And we all know Roman Reigns near every pay per view during this time. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss and Nikki, uh, uh, no, Alexa Bliss uh, beating Nia Jax in an Extreme Rules match. AJ Styles and Rusev was the co-main, bruh, was the co-main to Dolph Ziggler and Seth in a 30-minute Iron Man match. There is no co-main. If you do not go on last, you are not the main event. Okay. I'm so, I hate what that. I will say, say to that, shout out to the IC I watched too much UFC, man. Shout out to the IC title being in, being in the main event. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Because of me. I am giving more credit to that, to it being Seth Rollins. Literally, Roman Reigns on the same card. Bobby Lashley. You're right. And wasn't a title opportunity. This was Bobby Lashley when he came back. I think that was a title opportunity for that. Before we move on, before we move on, I'm going to ask one question. How often? It was just the Roman and Bobby. It was just the Roman and Bobby grudge match. Hold on, hold on. What, 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 what's your question? What's your question? How often is the, is the IC title in the main event? Since Vince did so much work, Where? since Vince did so much work, how often is the IC title in the main event? Now, and when it is, and when it I mean, is, before that, who's, in the, who's, who's the one fighting for it? We talking about when Miz was champion or after now? I'm talking about in this period that we keep talking about this IC title. I want to know how often was it the main event of a pay per view, and who who were the one, if when it wasn't because I know it was rare. When it was in the in the main event, who was fighting for it? Because I've already gave you the storyline with Dolph Ziggler and Miz. That was beautiful. That was great storytelling. 
That was probably one of the best work Vince has done in his whole career. One of. Not the best, but probably one of. It's not often, though. Like, I'm giving more credit to, like, yes, Miz did a great job. But Miz ain't no main eventer. Miz ain't no. Miz ain't no. My boy main evented WrestleMania. What are you talking about? Main event WrestleMania. You can't move the goalpost because it doesn't fit your fucking narrative, bro. Just because you, bro, you literally said he's not a main eventer. I give you a and you're like, we pay, we pay, we pay. main eventer. I'm talking about a main event caliber. It's guy. less more than not the upper echelon of main events. Um, oh, my, are we not? Man, 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 man mind you, bro. Guess who this has not? Guess who has yet to main event a WrestleMania? CM Punk. What? This may take away Kevin Owens against Austin. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Guys, we talk about, and I know we gotta move on. But just because you main event a mania one time does not make you a consistent or a legit main event. And when we talk about mania, sure. main events, you know what I mean. Y'all are taking the main event. You know, you know how much you want it to mean. Hold up. You guys are taking the main eventer literally right now. Yeah. You know what I mean. Miz is a mid-card guy. Uh, uh, Don Ziggler, mid-card guy. There's so many histories, but what we talk about. Cena, that's a main eventer. Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle. Them dudes are main eventers. Do you, do you know how much confidence WWE has to have in you for you to main event a Wrestle fucking Mania? With John Cena. Bro. Do you know? No, you can't move the goalposts. Do you know? Like, do you know how many wrestlers have not made the Mania? You know how much trust? They literally could have put... Anybody else? In, they could have put CM Punk in that spot, but then they say, well, no, we're going to go with The Miz because we trust The Miz to be in this storyline with the John Miz. Cena and The Rock. Let me say one more thing. I think we would all agree that two of at least the top three or four biggest box office attractions in wrestling history are The Rock and John Cena, right? Yes. Agreed? Yeah. When, when they were leading up to The Rock versus John Cena in 2013 – and they wanted to put them in a tag team at the Royal Rumble to try and build towards that match. Who was on the other side of the ring to put over John Cena and The Rock? The fucking Miz. He was the most least... He was the third most important person in that storyline as well. Done. Stop it. Stop it. He was Stop the third it. most See, important he, person he, in that storyline. Don't do that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He was the third most important person in that storyline. Stop it. Stop it. Now you're talking about your ass. Nobody cared after our truth a dog walked a capital punishment, bro. Nobody cared about him after that. Stop it. Stop it. Wait, what are you talking about? You said Art. What about? I R said nobody cared about Art Truth after he got drunk walked after Capital Punishment, bro. Nobody gives a damn, bro. Yeah, they was hiding. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did Art Truth main event that pay per view with Cena? Yes, yeah, so Capital Punishment. So, so by y'all's oh, logic, he's that a main event yeah, too, right? Yeah. So by y'all's logic, he's a main event too because he main evented the Capital Punishment. Hey, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's a legend. They trusted him. They trusted him to be in that position with Cena to main event a pay per view. Y'all like a good match. You guys telling me Art Truth at that time. Truth is hot that time. He can't be. No, 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 not can be. Are y'all telling me that our truth is a main eventer? 
because he did it right. Our, tr- our, our, tr- our truth is a world is a former world champ. We're gonna put put some respect around the truth. Killing now. We're not gonna disrespect him now. Is our truth the main event? That is a yes or no question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before any, hold on, hold on. That Hold on, before, be yes or no questions. before anybody before anybody answers, I just I just have a caveat to that. Are you asking us based on our personal opinion, or are you asking us based on how WWE has booked him? Because if you're asking most of us, we're gonna say yes. If you're asking how he's been booked by WWE, then obviously not. So there's there's a caveat to that. Again, former NW former NWA champion Ron the Truth Killings are truth. Did you forget we that? Did you forget about, that? We are not talking about anything outside of WWE. I ain't brought it. You never seen TNA. We never seen TNA run the truth killers. You never seen TNA run the truth killers. Okay, if you talking about if he's the main if you talking about if you talking about if he's a main event or WWE, the answer is no. No, because y'all were telling me I'm moving the goalposts. Now y'all bringing in TNA. We I have never discussed that. We have never NWA wasn't TNA. And NWA, whatever. I have never discussed that. I have never discussed. We are talking about WWE. I ain't never brought up anything. Well, so y'all getting on me about moving the goalposts. That's, that's why that's why I asked. That's why I asked. That is why I asked. We've been saying we've been talking WWE this whole time. I ain't brought up what they did outside the company. But you asked you asked me a question, and I was giving an answer based on the question. If you're asking me personally. Then yes, I think he is based on his other work. If you're asking me based on how WWE has booked him, then obviously not. You asked a question, and I wanted to okay. clarify so, how that question was going to be answered. Okay, so fine. So with that, y'all think the way WWE has booked him is y'all think he's a main event? Yes. yes. With that kind yes. Of, okay. Then yes. We can move on. We can move on. Come on, man. If y'all think, by the way, WWE has booked the Miz, y'all think he's oh, a main event? Oh, my blood pressure. I mean, he made him better to WrestleMania. That's all I need. They're not the same. Those two pay per views are not the same. Are right? not the same. Capital they, they, B minus level pay per view. They trusted him in a position. B minus is generous. Come on, let's move on. Let's move on. We, got, we obviously got different opinions about it. Different opinions about I don't it. even know how we got here, man. <laughs> let's talk about the women's rumble because I love the women's rumble. Can we talk about the women's rumble because I love that shit? What about let's Hardy's go, performance? Let's go. Let's go into the rumbles. Wait, right, wait, 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 real quick. Just before we get into the rumbles, can we just agree that the other? Well, we'll get into the Bray thing, but can we agree that the other women's match just was kind of meh? It didn't really do anything. It didn't serve any purpose. It was just there oh, to yeah. be there. Yeah, it advanced, it advanced the story. I it mean, that, story. that was the purpose of it. It advanced take, the story. I'll it take a Bianca it. dub any day, so you know I'm chilling. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it advanced. It advanced the story. So I mean, it, it played into the story. I think. I think everything. That was on the card for a reason. It had story perspectives that made it, that made sense yeah. for the storyline. So the match didn't have same with the, the no the lights out match wasn't that great, but it events the story. It made it made things interesting. People were talking about what happened afterwards. It was like, oh, what's this? Um, but let's we'll talk about the matches. So we'll start with the men's. I mean, obviously we talked about the main event. So we know Roman's the champ right now. We don't know as of right now. We don't know the separating the titles, so we don't know what what the plan is as of right now. But uh, overall perspective, uh, I'll just start. I enjoyed the men's rumble. I thought, I thought it was cool. Uh, I know. A lot of us probably, uh, I think when it comes to the Rumbles now, I think a lot of fans, we exceed our expectations a lot high with the surprise entrances and everything like that. But I mentioned this earlier. If, if you look back at the old school Rumbles, you know, the surprises were never really like a thing in the Rumbles before. You know what I'm saying? Like you had people who were just on 
the roster just competing in the Rumble matches. You know what I mean? I think maybe Cena may have been like the first big shocker that people were like, oh my God, Cena back in the Rumble type thing. You know what I mean? But before that, like, you know, you go back and look at 2006, 2005. So, like, everybody who was, who, who, who won the Rumble, they were already there. Like, everybody was in the match was already on the show. They just had a bunch of, they had obviously a bunch of more legends back then on the card and everything, a bunch more superstars back then than they do now. Uh, but I thought the match was, was, was good booked. I do think that if they weren't going to have a bigger surprise than Cody, they probably could have kept that a secret. Because I thought my logic in the beginning was when they announced Cody's return, I thought they probably had something bigger planned. Like, oh, somebody yeah, big yeah. is going to show up. But, it didn't. but it, I don't think it changed Cody's reaction in the end. Though. I think he still got a big ovation. People cheer when he came out. People cheer when he won. So people were happy either way. Uh, I, th- I think the Rumble was, was cool overall. Though. I like the spots. You know, uh, Gunther was the MVP for me. He, he definitely showed out in the Rumble. I definitely think that Triple H is high on him for, for his performance. Uh, Sheamus had a great performance as well. Drew McIntyre, you know, Brock coming in early was a bit of a shocker to me. And then when he came in a little bit earlier in the match and Bobby eliminating him, uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet spot was, was, was insane. That's the spot they had in the Rumble. That was, that was pretty sick. Um, so overall, I, I enjoyed the Rumble. The person I want uh, wanted to win won, so I, I'm cool with it. I think Cody was the, was the right winner. I'm curious now to see what happens now leading up to WrestleMania as far as what happens and who he faces. We don't know yet. But overall, as as the whole Rumble, I, I thought it was – I thought it was pretty cool. The one thing I do want to say, though, that me and Axe talked about this uh, earlier, too, is that um, they had a lot of tag teams in this match. I don't really want to see tag teams, like, in the Royal Rumble. Like, it's a cool spot for them, but I don't really want to see tag teams in the Rumble. And if you – what Axe pointed out to me, too, is that, like, no – nobody – no tag teams, like, turn – like, why are you dramatic between each other, like, in the Rumble? Like, Like, nobody – none of the tag teams that were in the match turned on each other, and they put the tag team in separately. So, like, it – like what we look for when tag teams are in there is for that spot. Like, oh, they're finally gonna go against each other. If you're not gonna do that, don't waste the spots on tag teams. Like, just I like, think the yeah, new I think day could... turning that on its head with the yeah. yeah. Play, I think the new day's accepting. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that I, I think hilarious. that they can still put tag teams in. They just need to space them out of when they enter. Have one enter early and one enter late, so that they're not consistently in the ring at the same time. But it's, it's, got, the... it's gotta be it's gotta be legit tag teams though. Like why are Sheamus and Drew McIntyre helping each other? They've been yeah, like, through, the, through the whole match, not one time. Not one time they've been tagged for each two other. weeks. They've been tagged for two weeks. Why are they helping and each other? Instead of seeing because they're the banger like, bros. Forgetting that they're all in, in, get on the bus on man. separate tag teams. Instead of seeing guys who you know are not gonna win the rumble, Dawkins, Ford, Gable, Otis, as much as you may love those guys independently Instead of seeing the guys in there that you know have no chance, why not throw in a Carmelo Hayes or a Cameron Grimes or a Braun Breaker right. or like that could that would have gotten a pop to throw in the next step. Look at uh, Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez mm-hmm. got like aside from Cody, the biggest Royal Rumble pop of the entire night when she was throwing. That was her home hometown, man. Yeah, she's also just lose right up the road. But yeah. still, but but still, it, it proved that someone from NXT coming in could yeah. could make an impact. So yeah, I, agree. I, I I think instead of putting the four in now, while I've got the board, because you guys are gonna you guys are all gonna cover the Rumble well enough. I have faith in you. I want to get on my soapbox about something else real quick. Yeah. Um, obvious highlight of the men's Rumble was Paul and Ricochet. I think that's undebatable. That was fucking phenomenal. Um, the ending sequence, one of the best, maybe the best ending sequence in a rumble in the past 10 years. That's all I'll say about the actual rumble. You guys can cover the rest of it. My big problem is that when AEW was created, what did everyone say? They said, oh, good. Now these guys that WWE aren't using will have a place to go. This rumble featured 29 guys because Rey Mysterio didn't come out. And, and so his spot was just lost, right? 27. 27 of the 29 men in this match 
everyone not including Booker T and Brock Lesnar, were full-time performers. And suddenly we have a problem with that? Are you fucking kidding me? How about you don't go Hold looking on. at the dirt sheets to confirm your own bias about, oh, Jay White's going to be in the room. Oh, Kachkachki Okada's going to be in the room. Oh, my God, Matt Cordona's going to be in the rumble. Don't go setting your own expectations and then getting pissed off at the product because those expectations aren't met. That's not yeah. how it works. Mm. It's not WWE's fault that you went digging in dirt sheets looking for big names that could be in the Rumble. That's mm -hmm. not their problem. That is your problem. And I have zero problem with the fact that 27 out of 29 men in this Rumble were full-time. They got their slot. They got their spot. The entertaining aspect of the Rumble was there. The spots were there. The final two was there. And if you want to complain... As far as I'm concerned, you've got nobody to blame but yourself. And that's without putting my soapbox okay. away, you guys can take the floor. Maybe. Um, I just want to reiterate. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know who said it first. Um, I just want to reiterate a point that was made earlier. Um, why? Like, uh, like, well, okay, I'm sorry. As far as the men's rumble goes, I loved it. The fact that Sammy wasn't in it, great job. Cody should have won. Great. If Sammy was in there, I feel like Sammy would have should have been the winner. But he wasn't. He did. Uh, Cody Rhodes didn't get Batista. That's all. That 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 is a W in my book. Shout out Gunther. Um, we were talking about it a little bit in the Players Choice Discord earlier. Um, as far as Gunther being the Iron Man, I think that's a W move. He's going to be a future world champion soon as he's done elevating the IC title, right? Um, but overall. I don't like that people are always trying to find something to complain about. Like, for example, I think I don't think people understand Triple H just can't come in here and put black and gold on Raw and SmackDown and just do what he does. Like, he can't do that. One, most of the guys he could do that with are sitting in the AEW locker room right now. That's one. Most of the guys he could do that with. But the work rate guys, the, the indie, all the indie guys are gone. No, no fault of his own, but most of it is gone. And the ones that he's brought back, kind of underwhelming, if we're, keeping it, if we're being honest. So he can't just slap a coat of paint on there. Everything has to be gradual. So if nobody's noticed, ever, since, since SummerSlam, SummerSlam was just kind of like, all right, minor splashes, bring some people back that probably shouldn't have been gone, and then we'll kind of slowly go from there. Royal Rumble, to me, was the second show where I felt like he really, really said, I'm here now. Because you look at, I mean, we're talking about the men's right now, but the winners all came from, well, Cody won the 30, but the the final two or final three were all like early spots. Gunther was an Iron Man. Liv and Rio went to the final. You know what I mean? Um, everything set up a storyline. There wasn't anything pointless. It might not have been great, but he doesn't have that quality of roster right now, unfortunately. Like, especially, like, in the SmackDown women's. Like, that is so depleted. You look at the, the guys that they're doing storylines with right now. Unfortunately, not all of them can go give you a little five-star multiple near-fall match right now. Like, it is what it is. They just can't. So, I think sometimes people just need to sit back and enjoy the show. Because, like, not to, not to like like, put them against each other, but I think that's AEW's problem right now. I feel like AEW's problem, even though it's great wrestling, they put on too many, like, they don't. They just don't have a TV match. Like, their TV matches are almost WWE pay-per-views. 
So then when you do get to the pay-per-view, they got to pull out every single stop known to man, and I don't think every match needs that. I think you could put on a five-star match with a good story, you know, but if you going on TV having four and a halves every week with multiple kickouts, like, I feel like it diminishes everything. So, like, honestly, these matches did what they needed to do. Alexa and Bianca didn't need to be a, a five-star. This men's Royal Rumble, uh, Jay just said it, 27 were full competitors, full-time. We didn't need to go in the bag and bring back a boogeyman or bring back a, a, a – um, we didn't need to have the Undertaker or Goldberg show up. We didn't need that. Like, I know, I know people are kind of off about the tag teams, but I don't even mind that, like – I think if Montez Ford could have got a better showing, though, you know what I mean? I think that would have been better, you know, but I think I think overall, I think sometimes we just need to enjoy the show and not finding things to nitpick. But and this will be the last thing I say. I feel like they I feel like people got used to it because with Vince, every show we went into, it was like, well, let's see how they're going to mess this up this time. And I feel like subconsciously people still have that in their head. Like, oh, how are they going to mess up the show? Even though it's like we give Triple H the benefit of the doubt, it's almost like they're still – like Triple H is paying for the for the mistakes that Vince made. Where Vince Vin, – when Vince was here, we knew this Rumble probably would have had everybody who don't wrestle anymore, Goldberg, Boogeyman, like people that didn't need to be there. And the final four probably would have been Big Show and Kane, or I guess Kane because Big Show can't show up. And I think – Triple H, like, I think he's shown us enough to where just give him the benefit of the doubt and just enjoy the show. Like, I don't, I haven't seen Triple H make a wrong decision since uh, Dakota and EO not winning the tag titles off the rip. That's the only wrong decision I think he's made so far. So, G, can I just say thank you? Thank you for bringing me back down to earth with you, G. I feel like you and I were kind of floating apart. Now we're, we're back together. I just didn't think we had this many Miz fans. I'm not going to hold you. That was wild. Uh, Pat, what, what do you guys think about the Rumble? I love G. Uh, uh, I, I absolutely love the Rumble. To me, it was the best Rumble since 2018 when Shinsuke won. Um, I know that I know that the tag team things can get kind of kind of bog things down, but for me, like especially like with tech, like you know the Rick Shea and uh, Rick Shea and Braun and everything like that it's it, to me it's pockets of, of small storylines all coming and culminating together in one match and again sometimes that can feel kind of slow and sluggish because they have to take time out to pay attention to this storyline for a minute and then it breaks and then another storyline comes in and they have to focus on that so it can kind of get kind of slow but again they're trying to tell multiple stories within one big congruent narrative so I, I I don't I don't personally mind that again some again sometimes the the tag team thing can bog things down but overall I thought the match was incredible uh, I I took a bunch of like random ass notes none of like some of them are like I don't know why I took some of these notes some of them were just kind of funny but like just even little things like apart from the big spots like the small amateur wrestling bout between Chad Gable and Xavier Woods who has a very strong amateur wrestling background I thought that was great Brock going crazy after getting eliminated. Uh, Edge coming back and taking out Judgment Day, and then almost immediately getting snapped and get him getting eliminated. Like little things like that. Just like I said, little things that build to a big crescendo. I guess <clears throat> is what made the Rumble great to me. Uh, a few other small things. Kofi's attempted save that led to elimination. Poor Ow! He gotta be. He gotta stop Ow. doing it now. He gotta stop yeah. doing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, to add to that, Santos's elimination from Brock. Ow! That was painful. Like that, 
that just looked like it hurt. Uh, small things here, Gunther. Yeah, Gunther being the Iron Man, I think that makes sense. Everybody who said that uh, Gunther should have won because he's the Iron Man, I'm on the the belief. I talked about it uh, on my TikTok earlier that Gunther is. They're building Gunther up not only to become a for, a future world champion, but right now he's bringing back prestige to the Intercontinental Championship. So they had him build that up by being the Iron Man and going for as long as he did. Uh, Logan did great. I. I'm not the biggest fan of Logan Paul as a person, but God damn, that man is athletic. That boy can Dude go. Dude can wrestle. Dude can wrestle, and he got it immediately. So the spot with Ricochet was crazy, eliminating Seth. I hope, I think that that's what they might do at Mania. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say no to it. It's definitely going to be something great. Uh, the final spot was great. The final little eight-minute match that basically uh, Cody and Gunther had was great. Cody taking mean shots to the chest. Like it, it was just like I said, it built and built and built. And overall, I thought it was an amazing rumble. I know everybody's trying to say it was mid at best, but I, I again, I'm, I'm with Jay. People were expecting all of these big names and big things, and they didn't happen. So, oh, it's not. But a lot of people, y'all have to remember, guys, it's the WWE Royal Rumble. And when 27 of the 29 guys are full time WWE competitors, that just kind of goes without saying, guys. Like it's, it's fine that we didn't get the legends. It's fine that we didn't get people like that. Like we're at the point we're at the year that the older legends can't come back and wrestle. We're not going to get, you know, the Hogan's and the, the like that era. We're, we, we're not, and we shouldn't They're They just need to stop. No offense to the older guys. If anybody of them ever happens to see this, just please stop. Y'all are old enough. You're going to hurt yourselves. And then when it gets to like the attitude area, guys, we've gotten to the point that even those guys, you know, Stone Cold came back for a one-off, but he's not really going to wrestle. The Rock's not going to do it. Angle's, Angle's, you know, body's been beat up and he's not going to do it. Triple H can't do it anymore. Jericho's in AEW. Let these new stars shine. Let this new roster shine. Let them have their moment. Y'all are just too focused on nostalgia pops and forbidden doors and everything like that. And you're not letting WWE be WWE. Let it be its own product, guys. Stop trying to intertwine everything. Let it be its own thing, and then you get great rumbles like this. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, so I did a little review on my TikTok. I thought the rumble itself, in-ring action, was great. Amazing storytelling. Love Gunther going from start to finish. Love the Cody return. Uh, love the Brock Bobby stuff. Love the Edge Judgment Day, Judgment Day stuff. I thought as a match, it was very good. But I told everybody, I said, look, when we go to watch Royal Rumbles, are we really watching for the match itself? Are we here for that, but also a bit of nostalgia? And I said, look, Royal Rumble is one of those matches. You can give up in-ring work for some some nostalgia pup because it's the Royal Rumble. And if you're going to return, I'm not saying attitude era, guys. If you're going to return someone from the ruthless aggression era like a JTG, or Chris Masters, or Mr. Kennedy. It's the perfect time. And I was expecting one or two, didn't want a whole bunch. And I really thought the way they treated the Street Profits, they really could have replaced both of them with a legend if they could have reached out and got one. Because, like, Montez Ford was in and out right in front of Bianca's parents. And I was like, what? You just, like, what was the point of having the Street Profits in? They didn't interact with each other. And they just got tossed out. I was like, you literally could have just caught up the legend or someone from NXT could have gave that to a Carmel Hayes or Braun Breaker or Grayson Waller. And I think 
when we think of Royal Rumbles, that's that's what gets everyone excited. No one's excited for the match itself. I'm happy the match was as good as it was. And I agree that a lot of the, the guys need time to shine. Uh, like Dominic Mysterio shined bright. Props to him. Amazing performance. Just from the, the moment he got in. I know you hate him, Pat, but the moment he got in with Rey Mysterio's mask, this like it was amazing. Um, so like I'm 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 both sides. Like I under, I'm not I wasn't expecting an Okada or Jay White, but I was expecting a JTG, a Chris Masters, someone from the Ruthless Aggression era to get that pop. We didn't get it, and it was disappointing. Uh, but like I said, the performances we saw were great. Uh, the the Xavier and Kofi Kingston spot was was very funny, little little sus, but it was very funny. Um, Kofi spot man, he. Just give it to Ricochet. Just give that spot to Ricochet. Like, that's Ricochet's spot now. Or Montez. Yeah. Everyone says Montez. Like, yeah. Ricochet or Montez, it, it doesn't matter to me. But There's a, there's a bunch. Ricochet, Montez, Santos. You could bring up Axiom and let him do it. Like, yes. somebody else, Kofi. You, somebody. You've done it so many times. He, yeah. And I, I kind of wish they would have done a Passion of the Torch type of moment. Maybe they were going to do that. And Kofi just got eliminated too early. But, um. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Kofi. I hope he's okay. That man was like literally not moving uh, at all. I just want to um, say real quick. I just, I just, I, and I don't, I don't want us to get off track. I just want to say this, just kind of a, just to throw it out there. I don't understand what the hell he was trying to do. There's no way they thought that chair was going to hold his weight when they. Yeah. I, I don't even know what he was trying to do. I think they were just like, just let him do it. It's Kofi. They should have had Xavier Woods like stand behind him. Yeah, I think. I think if he would have stood behind the chair, it would have been kind of yeah. held it in place. Yeah, yeah. yeah he tried a... to he tried to just kind of throw the chair to Kofi, but the wheels took it out and slipped yeah. out. I think if he would have like if he would have like ran in with it and held it, it would have been better. Yeah, but... and but I mean, I I still popped for for a lot of the guys that came. In. Like I I popped huge for Xavier Woods. I love Xavier Woods, so I popped for Xavier Woods. Uh, I popped for Logan Paul. Uh, because WWE is the literally the only space that he will get cheered. So like so in while it last. Um I popped for uh Booker T. That was great seeing Booker T back. Uh has he's aged like five years. Like that man is in incredible shape at his age. Tell you what, uh man. yeah. <laughs> Who else I've seen that man in, I've seen that man in person, man, and that is a big dude. Like even at this I, age, that man is scary. I bet. I bet he's jacked. He's looking yeah. jacked, baby. Um, and, and real quick, I, I'll let you finish real quick. But just because we had, you had mentioned it real quick, yes, I do. I do not like Dom. And uh, but, however, during this match, Corey Graves' commentary about about Dom made me laugh so hard. I was almost like, just I just want Dom to stay in the match just because I love hearing Corey, Very Corey good. and Pat arguing back and forth about Dom is hilarious. Yeah, Do- Corey has a blast on on Dominic. By the way. Send Wade Barrett to SmackDown, save Corey Graves. We'll get to that later. But um, great, great match overall. Overall, great story. Enjoyed it. Uh, Could have seen a JTG or Chris Masters or Mr. Kennedy. That would have made me happy. But I'm not going to trip over it. I'm not going to say this match was terrible because we didn't get the pops. We didn't see the hurricane back. We didn't see Kane back. Uh, It was a good match. And I'm I'm glad we let a lot of the younger guys shine. Um, and, And if you notice, like Brock and Bobby, they didn't get that much time. Like we, they really gave it to like the Cody's and the Gunther's and stuff like that. So that they was were that perfectly was perfectly booked in this one. Yeah, they're perfectly booked, yeah. and then it led to a lot of storylines to to finally get to like that Edge and Balor was just kind of sitting cold for so long, 
And now it's just like, now we can get going. We can get cooking. They brought Beth Phoenix back. That was great. That was amazing. Uh, so overall, good rumble, great action, great story. Could have but could have had some more pops, but not going to complain about it. Go ahead, Lewis. Floor is yours. Um, I I didn't I didn't hate the rumble match. The only thing I wished was Edge, Bobby, and Brock were in the ring longer. I felt like all three guys they. They they were eliminated a little bit too soon, but I'm with you guys on the tag team aspect. Like I only I would only like tag teams in rumbles if they were pushing one of the guys. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like Montez Ford if they wanted to slowly build him up, like that would be a way to do it. Um, but the the main thing I loved about the rumble was I feel like Gunther and Cody were made to wrestle each other for a long period of time, like. I felt I felt like I was legit watching a like like a like a match instead of a Royal Rumble match because those two were beating the shit out of each other. Um, I think eventually once Cody gets a strap, Gunther and Cody's a must. They got to run that shit back. But um, now nah, you guys took the words out of my mouth. I ain't gonna I, I ain't gonna repeat. You know, I mean, pretty much agree the same same way as y'all. So yeah, W big dubs all day. What X? I mean, yeah, almost the same stuff. But um, I noticed nobody said this, and somebody posted this on TikTok. It's just funny how it all co- it all comes together. You know, flashback to Cody Rhodes and AEW mocking WWE with the name changes, Gunner oh, McGilla yeah. buddy, and lo and behold, he is with the man that he made fun of his name change with for a chance to go. Have it. Like I didn't even peep it until I saw that. I'm like, yo, that's hilarious. But you know, other things, Logan Paul, amazing. Uh, more people are giving him his flowers as he keeps doing amazing things. I mean, come on, that ricochet spot. I wish Theory did a lot more. I'm not going to hold you on that. But let's just say, whether you think this Rumble was mid or not, can we all agree that it is completely better than what we got last year? Hell yeah. Clear. 100%. We did not get Shane McMahon going toe-to-toe with the MMA <laughs> train Matt Riddle. Like, bro. like. Don't get me on some Shane, some Shane shit. Oh God! Right. Well, he was there. He was there. Like we, 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 we was there? Probably talking. Are you? Are you, yes, are you talking there. about? Are you talking? No, talking about last year. No, he was there. Y'all didn't see him. He jumped off the thing. He jumped off the big. Oh, thing. Uncle Howdy. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> He missed LA night by a fucking mile. He really bro. Did, because, bro. He, but because he had to y'all because he had to hit the crash mat. He had to hit the thing so that they would fall through. He couldn't actually jump they that high onto LA that. night. That's why the camera man, 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 don't tell that to Jeff Hardy. You tell him to overshoot, he'd be like, right, I'm gonna shoot right there, bro. No, nah, <laughs> man, you gotta don't you remember when Jeff Hardy jumped off the 18 wheeler like way, way back? He didn't actually hit anybody, he just jumped into a crash mat like it's the same thing it was a mile on tv it was 10 from where i was sitting it was yeah. like so clear and obvious this man didn't even breathe on him so if it was a mile on y'all screen it was 10 like, yeah. that, that was crazy. But, but shane is the best in the world Big right, so just- before before we move on, I gotta ask everybody, give everybody's uh, opinions. Does Cody face Roman at WrestleMania, or do you think he's gonna face somebody else? We don't know. We don't know if the title's gonna be split, but this is just this is, basically right now. This is everybody's theory. So it's people's personal opinions and perspectives. 
because uh, we really don't know if the titles are going to be split up or not. We really don't know what's going to happen. So, Jay, is Cody facing Roman at WrestleMania, or is he facing somebody else? My gut right now, with no evidence to back this up, is yes. It, it To me, it just feels... It feels like they want Cody to have that moment. They want Cody to be the first guy in three years to pin Roman's shoulders to the mat. It's family versus family, Rhodes versus Anuai, or however you say their name. I don't, I'm not trying to butcher it. There's just a lot of elements. It's the, the face of WWE for the entire run of AEW versus the former face of AEW, right? There's there's a lot of story wrinkles that go into that. So my gut says yes. I, I do think they will split the titles. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if they're going to split them before Mania or at Mania and have Roman wrestle twice. I don't know. But right now, my gut just says yes. It will be Roman versus Cody at WrestleMania. G, what about you? What you, what you feeling? Um, I feel like it has to be. Like, who else would it be? I don't want to see another Cody Seth match. I'm done with that. And that's the only other person I feel like that would be main event quality for a title if it's versus like like as far as because I'm encompassing like storyline wise Pete Cody could put on a great match with anybody but storyline wise it was the only other person has to be Seth and I don't want to see that again I don't want to see that Ted DiBiase Jr. bro what you mean (laughs) I feel like it has to be Cody I mean it has to be Roman because I don't see where you split the titles because right now after after Rumble, there's no way Roman can get distracted. It's literally he's gonna be dealing with everything with Sammy and the bloodline and Kevin Owens probably. Like, you know, the rock didn't show up and Seth, you know, Seth is gonna be fighting Logan Paul. So I don't feel like I don't feel like there's any way it can be anybody else other than Roman. So Pat, what about you, man? Who's Cody facing, Roman or somebody else? Uh, I, yeah, I kind of, I'm not gonna harp on too much, but yeah, I agree. I think it's just it's the only thing that makes sense. If Logan's gonna go against Seth, Brock's gonna be fighting Bobby. It, it, you know, uh, it's the the prodigal son of WWE by WWE standards in Roman, and the returning prodigal son, the legendary son in Cody, who you know went and started his own promotion and came home. That whole kind of thing. So I, I I don't know about the title situation. You know, we got like six to eight weeks, I think, until Mania. So a lot's going to happen in that time period. Uh, but I think you just – it has to be Roman versus Cody. I, I don't know. Again, with this title split thing, I think they just have to take one off Roman because unless he's going to win one and keep the Universal and then lose to Cody for the WWE – because I don't see them having Roman lose twice in one in over WrestleMania weekend. I don't think they are going to do that to Roman. But yeah, man, I think it just it has to be Roman and Cody. Uh, like like G Baby said, I don't know who else you put Seth with besides Cody. Um, which would be the issue if if you were to take the title off Roman and have Cody face someone else. Uh, but I think. WrestleMania, if you're gonna have Roman lose twice any weekend, I think WrestleMania is the right weekend to do it because it's WrestleMania. Um, and Roman deserves a a vacation after everything that he's done. Like I just feel like I feel like after Roman loses, he he should disappear for a while and then come back 
um, for vengeance. But that's thing. Um, it take it would take away a bit if say Cody beats Roman night one, and then say Sammy or someone else beats Roman night two. It would kind of take away from that moment, like oh he just yeah. got beat last night. But yeah. it also would it would also make sense because he's vulnerable now. He's more vulnerable. So like you could also make a storyline out of that. So I think Cody versus Roman should happen. It just there's no one else besides Seth that I would want Cody Rose to face. Uh, and it would be a great story. Family versus family, uh AW versus WWE in a sense. Um but uh yeah, I think Cody versus Roman is gonna happen. Uh for the Universal Championship, uh I don't know how y'all feel about this. I'm a little I just thought about this in my head earlier. I was thinking a fatal four-way. It you know, you you get Roman, Sammy, Kevin, and Jey Uso for the universal title. Like that's a possibility. I just threw them all into to one match. Um so I, I think Cody should win the WWE and someone else should hold the universal just because like we need we need the WWE championship back on its own. So I think I think Cody for the for the WWE and then someone else for Universal. I don't hate the fatal four way idea. I never thought about that. That fatal four way sounds chaotic as shit, yo. Yeah, right. Go ahead, uh, Lewis. With no clear cut evidence whatsoever, I think Cody's facing somebody else. That's just that's just how I feel. So with that being said, do you think do you think, real quick, do you think it's gonna be Roman versus Sammy? Uh I I the way how I look at things is you know what I'm saying if I'm if I'm WWE right now, I'm riding the this is just for me personally, like I'm riding the hot hand, bro. Like Cody's hot, Sammy's hotter, you know what I'm saying? I'm riding the hot hand. I think I th- I don't know how they're gonna do it, but um yeah, I think they're gonna find a way to get one belt off of Roman, and I, I think Cody's facing somebody else. That's just me. No, no, no evidence. I got nothing to back it up, but that, that's I, I think Cody's facing somebody else. This sucks, man. But that's what it's looking like. Cody's gonna face on Roman, bro. It's nothing else to say. I, I'm I'm starting to slowly give up hope. We all know I want to see The Rock versus Roman, but. Unless Adam Pierce plays a part and somehow strips Roman of the WWE Championship, which he might, it, it's going to be for both titles because Jay, my my boy Jason said this before. If you have somebody pin Roman to win the WWE title, it takes away everything from whoever beats him for the Universal title, and that's the champion that has everything. I mean, that's the title that has everything. The three years not being pinned, the over nine hundred days, mm-hmm. just to have him get pinned for the WWE title. So unless they're going to do that strip. It's going to be Cody because there's going to be nobody else for Cody to face except Roman. So unless somehow between now and March, I don't I don't see it being anybody but Cody versus Roman. It's going to be Pat McAfee, bro. What you mean? Hey, I'm down for it. Let's go, man. My, my theory <laughs> is that uh, I, I think this, this is my personal opinion. I think WWE still has they still have a hope for the rock. Like they don't really I don't think they really know like what's what what he can do, what he can't do. From what I from what I heard Triple A say last night, he he said like if he wants to do it, we're gonna we're gonna do it without saying it. Like I mean, as hot like, as Sammy and Cody are, if the rock comes knocking, you're absolutely right. Oh yeah. No, they, 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 oh, yeah. that's obviously yeah, that's obviously the big money match, and they wouldn't have to do a long term story building with that because it's it's the rock, you know what I mean? So and it's the family, the bloodline's already there. So like 
I think they're still kind of holding on to that. I don't think they really know what they want to do. If they want to have this, this is what I'm gonna say. If they want to have Roman lose, it's gonna be Cody. If they don't, and then Cody's facing somebody else, and Roman will be facing somebody else. Um, I don't, I just don't know who though. Like the only other person I would love to see Cody Rhodes face that would make sense for the story would be Randy Orton, but we don't even know if he can come back yet because yeah. him and Randy have that connection. The story, he was his mentor years ago, so like. If they wanted to do that, that would make sense. And Randy could put Cody over as far as, like, you know, Cody's first world title was beating the mentor that, you know, brought him up for, through legacy and everything. But like I said, that's just a big what if. We don't even know if Randy can come back yet. So we don't we don't know the aspects of it. Real quick, too, Malik, because I'm seeing people in chat that are saying, why are we, like, why are we having this conversation? Roman's the champion. Cody won the Rumble. We mentioned this on our debut episode. We haven't said it yet this week. Kind of background information that everyone who ha- has, like, a wrestling – following on social media is aware of at this point the usa network wants a champion back on their network the usa network feels like roman reigns is full-time smackdown and the usa network has has told wwe we want a full-time champ so that that's where we're getting this conversation guys if if we didn't have that information obviously straight up it would be cody versus roman but we've got this other subset of information that wwe are going to lean towards because they're already splitting the tag team titles that's obvious because they're holding a separate tag tournament for the smackdown tag titles right so they're they are separating these titles that's ongoing it's happening it's just a matter of do they do it at mania or do they do it before mania so anyone who in chat who's missing that info that's why we're having this conversation my thing is too i I don't want to see roman wrestle both nights at all i I don't yeah I don't want I don't to see I'm kind of I'm kind of off him wrestling both nights now. I just because uh, I believe Nate said it. If whoever wins on night one, it's gonna take away from night two. Mm-hmm. It, it takes away another main event spot for somebody else. Like you know, the main event of WrestleMania. Obviously, night two is the big main event. That's Roman spot. Cool, but night two nights of WrestleMania. I, I just think it's unnecessary. You feel me? I just feel yeah. like yeah. if Cody, if Cody is going, if they want to solidify Cody as like. Hey, he really is going to be because a lot of people were kind of skeptical when he came back to WWE, like they're going to bury him, you know, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. But if they really want to show people like, hey, he's going to be one of our top superstars and they really want to solidify him, then he beats Roman at WrestleMania. But if they want to keep the title on Roman, then I think Roman probably faces somebody else for the universal title and then Cody becomes WWE champion facing somebody else. I just don't know who, because like you said, Brock's doing stuff with Bobby, Seth, Seth Logan Paul. Kevin Owens is involved with the bloodline. AJ Styles is injured. Randy Orton's injured. They talking about Cena versus Theory. So like, there's not what's what's there. Feel me? Like, there's there's not there's not. So then, my question, I guess, for y'all, do y'all think the titles will be split then? Because unless they're putting the other one on Sammy, I I don't know if the titles get split. Because do they really want Roman as champion till SummerSlam? I think I, well, I think it just depends on what, what like if it's one championship, I could say yes. But I mean, both championships is tough though, man. Like I don't I don't think they I don't think if Triple H had been in charge, he would have never unified the titles. I don't think so facts, this would have never, facts, been, facts, never, been, yeah. this I think, never been an issue. But I think yeah. it's so hard with Roman's gimmick because he's been he hasn't lost in three years, or he's been pinned in three years. So you, you can't have anybody booked to beat I, Roman. I just, That's the hard well, part. I, I think what they could do is like. Have you could still have Roman go in as the dual champ and kind of have the storyline being that Sammy wanted to come back and win the WWE championship that his father Cody. never got to hold. He or yeah, Cody, ne- yeah, he wants the WWE championship yeah. that his father never got to hold, that he's doing it for the lineage of his father. And you know, I always 
he's probably going to cry in a promo and all that other BS. And then <laughs> the main event of, will be Roman just putting up the WWE title so he doesn't have to lose the Universal. And so it's still t- him taking a loss. He'll still take the pinfall loss and he'll, he'll get one title off of him and he'll still be able to hold on to the Universal because I'm kind of of the belief that Roman will hold the Universal until SummerSlam and it'll be a full three years of him holding that title. The only other way I can see, like, after WrestleMania, like, hypothetically, if Roman still has both belts after Mania, the only other way I can see the titles being split up is by a draft. But even then, so there has been no talk about a draft in, like, fucking yeah. forever. Um, Actually, I think I, – I, I don't know how reliable. I can't remember where, but I think there has been. Sources. I think, I think they're trying to get – Trust me, bro. I think, yeah, no, I, think when, I think I think when Gunther low-key loses his IC title – Probably at Mania to Sheamus. I think they're gonna move him to Raw. I think I think, I, I think the best way, like, eh, but I think the best way to go about this shit is honestly, if like another hypothetical scenario, Roman still has both belts. Your best, like literally, your best chance is to probably just officially unify, put like have Roman hold one belt, call it the undisputed universal title, and then introduce another belt. Like at this point that's that's what it's gonna have to but be they, but they haven't done it yet so i don't think they're ever gonna do that bro yeah they, Shit, no, exactly nobody knows what they're doing what, 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 once I, I, once roman won it that's when they should have unified the titles if that I was, was about, the case I was about to say too, remember they, they, did, they did it with brock when he beat cena the next exactly yeah. they, they literally got rid of the world title but you keep counting the reign separate so it's like but uh this was in charge so man didn't they know that man and Vince has been so strong, like it's not like like you, like you can't just book anybody to beat Roman. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to. Uh-huh. It's gotten it's Roman's right title, it's like Roman, Roman's title reign has gotten to a point where like whoever beats him has to be one of the most important decisions WWE has ever made. Because like like we're talking like we're talking about a guy who's the main money draw in wrestling, the biggest on professional wrestling. The dude has sold more merch than any other heel in uh, in the company. Like, th- like we're talking about a guy who's generated the most money ever, like, uh, of this era. So, like, it's, like, it's an important decision. Like, this, fuck you, Vince. This kind of probably, probably reminds me of, like, Obviously, when Vince decided to have Taker beat the streak, but there was always discussions like, "Hey, this is going to be the guy, or this is going to be the year." Like, you know, before before time, because that's a tough decision. Like, yeah. you have to like these these are tough. Like, Roman's push isn't like a Cena's push, where like you could have Cena lose and then like, all right, we're gonna put the title back on Cena in two mm-hmm. months. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when Roman loses the title, I don't think, I don't think he'll probably ever be world champion again. He'll never he'll never need doesn't to. Doesn't need to. I hope the because fuck not. There's gonna be no point, bro. There's, there's gonna be no point because he's uh, reached the highest of highs. Like, how higher can he possibly get as the champion with the run? Yeah. Like, how, how can he possibly top this run? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna make him pull a Kurt Angle, hold all the titles, you know. They missed their chance. They they missed that, their chance. That, uh, already. It's that Triple H meme. So what about what, what, what about what about the uh, the women's rumble? We know Rhea's winning. Hold, yeah, hold on, hold on, oh, real quick. Like hold, start off with that. My bad, Pat. Go ahead, Pat. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, just before we get into any of the women's rumble talk, I just want to talk to personally. This is personally to Jade. So, on our debut episode, I mentioned the possibility of Nia returning, and you said you would lose your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I just, respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. 
Lewis called it. I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lewis go first. Malik, I would respectfully ask that you allow me to go second because no problem, no problem. Oh boy, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. We'll talk about the botch stuff, but when she came out, the first person I thought it was you. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) As soon as she came out, I was like, oh Jay, no. All right, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it in a minute. I'll talk about it. In a minute. I'll talk about it. Go ahead, Lewis. Yeah, man, I don't want to. I don't want to toot Pat and Lof's horn or every or anybody on Team Live, but I'll say this though: like, like I've said for a while, Live has not been credible to beat a lot of the women on the roster. Live isn't believable, but, but if there's any way where you want to start building Live up to that point, last night was how the how the fuck you're supposed to do it. Like special. she, like yeah. she fucking killed it. Like I'm, I'm being so dead ass. She killed it. I, I'm like one half of the Iron Woman with the uh, Rhea Ripley, and then that, and and then that ending sequence to end the match. Like, like that, that's how you turn me into a believer to get somebody behind Liv Morgan. Like she killed that. Like she killed that shit last night. That's how you build a star. She didn't win, but she was part of the final two. In that bitch for over an hour, had a banging ass ending sequence. Like. Like that, like when she did her finisher or or that or the fucking code breaker on Rhea Ripley, like my heart was fucking like beating out my chest because I didn't know what the fuck was about to happen. But Liv Morgan, she fucking killed it last night. She's getting a lot better. I'm trusting Triple H is booking with her. That's how you get somebody to to get behind somebody like that. Liv fucking killed it. Overall though, I like the women more than the men though. I ain't gonna hold you. I love the mm-hmm. women's match. Mm-hmm. I like the women more than men too. So. Yeah. I, I just I'm took tally. If we're if we're going by quarters, that's four fifty in the swear jar for Lewis. Once I get my money, man, uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna put that to charity. We we should we should we should we need to do something like that. Swear jar for Lewis. We don't want to be cussing on here. Lewis, you. Uh, <laughs> it's like new girl. Man, it's in the vocab, man. Uh, all right, all right, Jay. Here's your chance, man. Go ahead. Before Uh-oh. I get into that, just real quick to piggyback off of what, look, because I echo everything Lewis said about Liv Morgan and her performance in the Rumble. The only thing that bothers me that got on my nerves is that in storyline, Liv Morgan demanded and demanded and demanded for the number one spot, and WWE said, "No, we're not going to give you the number one spot." But here's number two. What kind of fucking sense does that make? Yeah, I was confused. I'm like, all right, let's let's start the Rumble. Number what one, Liv Morgan. No, when, Rhea Ripley. When Rhea Ripley's no. music hit, I was like, okay, I guess we're just fuck all this story with and then Liv Morgan's music hit and I was even more fucking confused. Um anyway, so so listen, r- real quick, again, you, you guys are gonna do a fantastic job of covering the rumble. I have every faith that you guys are gonna cover it well. Okay, putting us over. C- c- congrats to Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan was a badass. Uh <laughs> some of the Michelle McCool was a lot, lot of cool moments of that. <sighs> I feel like it was an omen that that the timer didn't go off and Nia Jax's music just hit. Because you know why? Because Nia Jax just does whatever the fuck she wants. She doesn't care about anyone's health. She doesn't care about anyone's well-being. She doesn't care if you're over. She does whatever she wants. So when her music's ready to play, it's going to fucking play. And that's an omen for everything Nia Jax is all about. I, my God, Nia, here's my problem with Nia Jax, is that she, it's the biggest problem you could, there is no problem you could have as a wrestler that's bigger than the one that Nia Jax has. 
If you can't cut a promo, you can learn how to cut a promo. If you can't wrestle, you can learn how to wrestle. If you can't get over, you can find a way to get over. Cue Zack Ryder, right? If you are hurting people, you can't fix that. If you're hurting people, you can't fix that. She drove Kyrie Sane back to Japan because Kyrie Sane was afraid that her brain was going to pop out of her fucking head the next time Nia Jax got a hold of her. Nia Jax almost killed the single biggest women's push in history because she couldn't hold back a punch on Becky Lynch's nose. She almost killed it. Now, that paid off, right? And that ended up being really good, and that moment ended up solidifying the whole thing. But we didn't know that that was going to happen in the moment. Nia Jax doesn't know how to control her weight. And I don't mean I don't mean that she, I have a problem with her being overweight, obviously. What I mean is she wrestles like she's 200 pounds lighter than she actually is. And she has no concern for what that does to other people. And it it maybe she's gotten better over the past five months that she's been gone or however long it's been. But I have no faith in it because she wrestled with WWE for, what, five years? And she was always hurting people. And just the fact that... <sighs> I here, here here's my final thing. I recorded. This is how disappointed I am with it. When her music hit, I immediately turned on my phone because that's what we do as social media guys, right? I turn on my phone and I was like, I'm gonna record a reaction video. Sixty seconds into the video, I realized I hadn't said a fucking thing because I don't know what I don't know what else to say about it. Um, if you guys could have seen my face last night, Shayna, <laughs> Shayna reached over. She was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "No." No, I'm not. I am physically not okay. And and neither is anyone who wrestles Nia Jax. And that's why I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I know she's an attraction, and I get that she's huge, and she's powerful, and she's whatever. But she hurts people. And I, I just have to say, Triple H, what the fuck? I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it, it's simply because she's not like most girls. That's, that's <laughs> oh there we go. There it is. Ready for her to do a spell attack, bro? Absolutely. What I will say is that the second her music hit and I realized it was her, she got in that ring. I'm not gonna lie, I thought about you because every bump. Everybody took. I was like, Ugh, uh, 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 you win. Uh, you you Stop lying. You popped when she came up, bro. Nah, nah. Bro. Straight up, straight up, because <laughs> straight up, because I was so I I had made it a point. I was like, I'm gonna record every single countdown timer just in case, right? So I'm waiting for the timer. I'm looking over my little brothers. I hear her music. I'm like, oh, no timer. What? And I'm like, oh wait, this is Dia Jax. Like, what am I doing? So nah. Um, but yeah, everyone, as soon as she got in that ring, I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, did you hear what she said? Did you did you hear what she said? Was she uh, was she said in the ring though? She was like, she was like, I'm going to WrestleMania, and then and then shit that you bitches can do about it. <laughs> 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 She's love cussing on screen, like she do that all the time, like oh, that that. But no, I didn't, I couldn't hear it on my end, but. All I could think of, I was like, didn't you just say like two months ago you would never do this again? Like, why are you bag? Like, they clearly offered you a bag because you was just saying two months ago that you would never do this again. I'm not making this face for G Baby. There's a comment that just came up. Or was it Joseph Smithjo saying he's a better she's she's better than than Sasha? (laughs) Bro, that is cat. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, uh, 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 
Okay. But, uh, as far as the women's Wait. rumble as a whole, um, I'm gonna give love to the NXT <laughs> women. Um, Roxanne Perez. I I think she's gonna be the next Bailey of NXT. Jade, are so, you okay? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> boy, Wally. That boy is going oh, wild. Oh, don't you. let him get to you, Jay. Nah, He's, nah, trolling. He's, He's a troll. Really? He got to be trolling. But now, nah, uh, I think she's going to be the next Bailey. Um, just brings up Indy Hartwell and just reform the way because I don't know what she's doing in NXT at this point. So just bring her up already. Um, also, too, Michelle McCool. I, I'm going to keep saying it to the end of time. I don't. I don't remember much. I just remember that little lay cool thing she was on. I didn't know she could wrestle like legit wrestle. Like I didn't know she. This was like the third rumble she been in, and every time I'm like, "Oh, you're not one of the divas like that can't like wrestle." And so I just want to. And then my final thing about it, I just want to say thank you Triple H for believing in the roster of women you had because I believe this is the first rumble. We didn't have to watch Kelly Kelly come out and try to pretend she could wrestle. Hey, bro, chill. So, the Kelly Kelly so, disrespect, bro, chill out. Bro. Right, right. Hey, Kelly oh Kelly God. is an icon <laughs> for little kids all around the world at that time. But <laughs> the young people that grew up, the theme song, iconic. Come on, bro. She was holding down ECW for a minute, man. That's my wife. Expose. Let's go. Expose, bro. He didn't see the expose, bro. The little point she do, that's cool. Nah, bro. Like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't watch her wrestling. I can't. Okay, I just yeah. every time she oh, came man. out in the rumble and tried doing moves, I'm like, oh man, oh, damn, this era. Hey, hey she can do a move. Good. Jay, Jay, so hold on to it before, but Jay, before before we continue, what was your reaction uh, uh, with the new Nia Jax merch that drops? I haven't even seen it. Well, I'm gonna be <laughs> irresistible force, man. You don't buy it, bro. You don't buy it. You don't buy it. The irresistible <laughs> force. That's all it says. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, I thought I thought the match overall was great. I I personally just I personally preferred the men's, but I'm not taking anything away from this match. I thought the match was dope, incredible. I love that the first two went all the way. Uh, Roxanne showing up. Uh, I know we haven't talked about it yet, but Zoe Stark coming in and you know show, showing off and doing her thing. Oscar uh, with the condom paint, she popped huge for that. Thought that was super dope. Piper getting her name back finally. I'm so glad she's not freaking Dewdrop anymore. That hated that name. Uh, the Chelsea Green spot was hilarious. She came in. Then I literally have in my notes: Chelsea Green is back and she's gone. Like literally, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought that was great. The only thing that I kind of was a little bit uh, not the hugest fan of, and it was the same thing in the men's <laughs> rumble. I wasn't a fan of the the. The, the damage control team up just like I wasn't we didn't talk about it but wasn't a fan of the judgment day team up just elimination after elimination after elimination I get why they did it and I guess to build up uh damage control and everything like that just me personally I just wasn't a huge fan of it uh just a, a few other things uh Zelina Vega's elimination ow but mm -hmm. most of all fuck Lacey Evans uh but yeah her fall just it didn't I, I I love Zelina Vega. I think she's drastically underrated, and she should be put in matches more than just her being a valet. But uh, yeah, that was great. The the ending sequence from the mist to live spot to everything like that, I thought was great. I thought the great building of 
Rhea coming in after getting speared by Beth. I thought Beth was going to be in there. I thought they were going to throw Beth in there with Rhea at some point and just kind of have her get her little her come up in some payback and everything like that. Yeah. But overall, I, I I thought the match was great. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't see too many, you know, out of the box returns, debuts, anything like that. We got Chelsea back. Uh, I thought Michelle's spot was was good. You know, she came straight out of the audience. Like that was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Uh, even though Becky had the, the kind of main thing with Bailey going on during the match, I was kind of like, I never like once thought that like Becky had a chance. Like I thought she was there just specifically to go against Bailey, which is fine. I know that's a few they're going to want to have going forward, but, uh, yeah, man, I, overall I thought, I thought it was great, man. I really have no complaints about no huge complaints about either rumble. I thought it was good from top to bottom and just the the little niche things uh Rhea getting her nose busted open in the beginning with the blood on her face just made it look made her look like more of a monster when she won that weird corkscrew springboard flip thing that Zoe did and she landed for, she landed stiff mm-hmm. on Rhea when she did that like i think she's like originally like rolls off but she just fell on pop just straight onto Rhea uh when i think it was yeah when Rhea took a DDT or something from somebody and like her face got wide and she rolled out of the ring. I thought maybe like, Oh snap, did did Rhea get hurt? But then she, she rolled back in, but just that little ambiance of selling and everything like that. I thought the match was great from top to bottom. I would probably say this is the best women's rumble we've had. I know we haven't had all that many, but I, I thought it was great, man. I have no complaints about this match. Rhea's fucking, Rhea's fucking tough, bro. She dislocated her knee during that match too. And still fucking do it. She really? Did. She yeah. had badass. Yeah, yeah, no, she dislocated her knee. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the last, last thing to say, I know WWE posted it and everything like that. Uh, as much as she tried, and she did, and I give her all the credit in the world, Rhea did not riptide Nia Jax. She did not lift her to get her hurt. She tried. What's wrong with Lacey Evans, though? You don't want to salute her? It has nothing to do with, with Lacey <laughs> Evans, the wrestler. It is an it is an out of character thing. We can discuss that off air. My bad, my bad, my bad. We can discuss that off air. I thought you were talking about the wrestler. I'm like, hey, what's wrong with the game? I mean, still. I'm talking Lacey Evans, the person. I'm talking Lacey Evans, the person. I wanted to say real quick, and Nate, feel free to follow up on this as you take as you talk your piece uh pat mentioned piper niven isn't it amazing how much more comfortable she looked as that character than she ever did oh yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. work in that one rumble was better than anything she did as do drop the entire yes and they got a good pop stuff on the indies she's actually really she's really good you know what i mean yeah when she was viper yeah she was dope on the indies that's why that's why jay when he talks about nia Jax, that's why like like anybody who thinks like we're talking about it because they're big no excuse, because Piper never yeah. could go. Piper never could go. Piper never could go. Great. Yeah, that, that, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut Nate off. I promise you can get into it after this. That was the other like thing that I was bewildered about Nia Jax because you had Piper, who's a powerhouse. You had Raquel, who's a powerhouse. You had Rhea, who's a powerhouse. Like you had all these big, bigger girls who can you know throw their weight around and throw other people around things like that. Like you didn't need to put Nia in there because she's bigger and stronger because you already have big strong girls in there. Even to a lesser extent, people like Zoe and people like Indy, who like are bigger girls that can throw their weight around. You didn't need to have freaking. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Like again, as soon as she came out, I went, "Oh man, oh Jade, oh crap." Okay, but yeah, that that's my last my last little piece. You can go ahead, Nate. All right. 
Uh, I like this one better. Just like my, my point earlier, uh, Royal Rumble, I watch for the pop more than the in-ring action. Uh, so in-ring work, I think the men's did it better. But as far as what I like to see in my Rumbles, this match did it better. Uh, even though Nia Jax is is reckless, uh, and I'm not really a huge fan. She was part of my, my series. Imagine liking these wrestlers in 2023. I had no idea she would come back. I didn't know this girl was coming back. All right, I, you, I'm not a Nia Jax fan. I popped. It. I did jinx it. My fault. <laughs> but I popped for her, bro, because it it they botched it. I thought it was just like I thought they did it on purpose. Like she like hijacked the the freaking keyboard or something and then she was she just barbs her way out but the timer was in the corner after she came out and it was on live and i burst it out so hard it's like they botched nia Jax's return like this is the most fitting return that could have happened possible it was so funny it was it was hilarious before that pop for zoe pop for indy pop for uh roxanne hit my line that girl's fine um i hate it the fact that Lacey Evans did not get Chelsea's spot, I think Chelsea and Lacey should have swapped spots. That's just me personally. I would have loved to see Lacey come in and get tossed out immediately. I'm not going to get too into it. I feel like sometimes wrestlers should be punished for the things they say on Instagram or whatever. But, hey, whatever. Don't know why they did that to Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, that was that was kind of messed up. Um, but, I mean, I'm excited to see her back, what they do with it. Um what else? Uh, Rhea going all the way was amazing. Uh, the ending sequence was great. Love the pop Oscar got when she took her mask off and you saw that paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Roxanne, like I said, had a great uh, showing. Don't know why they didn't have Indy and Candice in the ring at the same time. That really threw me off. I was like, what's the point of bringing Indy here and then you have Candice in there? And also, Michelle McCool looks shocked. When she was entered, so did like someone put her name in? Like, did Undertaker use his mythical powers and put her name in the the thing? I thought Layla was coming back. I thought I was like, oh, maybe Layla put Michelle's name in and she's gonna come back too. But she just like was like me, me, like who who put her name in the the thing? I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, what else was great about this match? Uh, I think I hit on. Yeah, there was a lot great with this match. I think I hit on yeah. all the points I wanted to hit on uh, and the, the problems that I had with it. Um, thought it was a it was a really good rumble. Uh, probably the best, definitely the best ending sequence to a women's Royal Rumble for sure, for sure. Um, even though we haven't had that many. Uh, also, I this is a problem that I also had when Emma came out. I was like, man, imagine if they didn't sign Emma till now. Like the, she hasn't done much. Till she she hasn't done much with yeah she hasn't done anything so I was like you really could have just saved that for the rumble I get it you want to snatch them up while they're free agents I get it you that's what you do you you snatch them up and you don't want to have them you know sitting on you know sitting on the sideline for a number of months so you got to get them while they're free I understand but I feel like the same for a few of the guys who uh, the people who came back and haven't done nothing so far I feel like man imagine if you would have saved that at least a couple of them for the rumble. But like I said, I understand you can't just wait to sign because they're not guaranteed to to go to to wait for that long for you. So it makes sense. Um, there was something else I wanted to mention. 
but I I completely forgot. But that was like uh, another gripe I had. I was like, man, Emma could have really just you could have just saved Emma's for now. Oh, Zelina Vega and Zaylee's spot on the apron was very well executed. I love that spot. Right. That was really cool. Yeah. Real quick, do we ask? Did anybody else but me notice that Zelina Vega was basically wearing tape across her chest? Like that was not a shirt. Like I it mean, was just. It was tape. So. I wasn't either. I just like as soon as she came out, I was literally sitting. I was sitting next to my wife, and I was like, "Is I she do, uh, tape?" And she's like, "Excuse me." I, I was like, "Never mind." I did like uh, the women's rumble. I thought the men's rumble was was a bit better. I do think the women's rumble ending was better than the men's. Uh, what's the three between Liv, Oscar, uh, and Rhea? Yeah, how we uh, talk about Evil Oscar? That was my favorite part of the whole fucking thing. Like. <laughs> I'm so excited for Evil Oscar. And the yeah. fact we got Evil Oscar, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley in a stare down—that was that was crazy. It was pretty sick. I mean, like I, I, the, the Evil Oscar gives gives me real hopes that she's about to get a really big push this year. Uh, about to kind of get revived in a way because she's kind of she hasn't had the same feel since she was in NXT as far as domination wise. Uh, I was definitely impressed with Liv Morgan too. I mean, if this is the way they want to start building her up to to be solidified as a superstar in the, in the division, I'm not against it. Uh, and Rhea winning was was definitely the person that I want to see win. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see who she goes after because I think either one was, isn't a bad decision because he has a, she has a story that appeals to both. Uh, her and Bianca, I think, could be the next really big feud in the women's division, and that could be if if they want to drop the title uh, and have Bianca lose at WrestleMania. I think Rhea Ripley is the perfect person to beat her. But then again, her and Charlotte, I'm not against that either. You know, she's never beaten Charlotte, and it would make Rhea a Grand Slam champion. So I'm not against that. I'm not against that option either. So either one works for me. Uh, but actually, I'll let you touch on the, the women's rumble. Put my two cents in. I mean, y'all basically said everything. But I will say the main reason I say I picked the women's rumble over the men's, the ending was so more unpredictable. So good. you did. You 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 didn't know if they would have said no. Fuck it, Oscar, new character, right. boom. Mm-hmm. The amount of pressure my heart was going like like through my body when I thought Liv almost had that. It did. so good, yeah. And, and yeah, Rhea, it, it it we all knew like Gunther's good, but we all knew when it was him and Cody, it's it, it's yeah. Cody. But with them three, we really had three ways we could go with this. It was just executed so perfectly. I mean, Chelsea Green. I mean, <laughs> it, it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> Selena Vega. It makes Vega. sense with the character that they're about to put. It, 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 it does. When I saw the character thing, Aaron I was like, Green. ah, okay. Yeah. Um, Selena Vega, that was cool. Again, that spot, like, ow. Um, you could think whatever you want about wrestling, but you do that. You probably can't. Um, but all in all, it was good. You know, Michelle McCool, that was a cool, cool spot, too, because I was waiting for her to come out. Then I was like, wait a second. Isn't she front row? Yeah. And then they panned to her. I'm like, bro, there's no way. She just took off her sweater. She... Whatever she was in, she just wrestled in. I think right. she had she Uggs in, like, on Ugg and everything. Yeah, she had on Ugg moves. <laughs> like she was wrestling in Uggs, bro. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, it's like fine wine, you know. The only, the only thing I say is take her, might get you, right? Court J should have been in it. That's, 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 that's my only, that's my only down thing. Court J should have been in it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, just just real, <laughs> real quick before we move, just other small things I wanted to hit. Uh, Nikki Cross had a great like run in, like she went crazy on everybody. Yeah, Nikki did great. Um, I, I really, and I didn't get, like, I wasn't watching NXT regularly back then, but I was totally of the effect that I didn't know BFAB wrestled. So when she came out, I was like, oh, shit, BFAB actually does stuff. Okay. 
I don't think cool. she ever did in NXT though. She did. She, she did once. Yeah, she, she did, did once. And the Ro- thing is, her main reason to come out was just to show that she's getting more development in the ring. Because yeah. the spot and, she and, did, yeah. she yeah, if you watched her in NXT with Hit Row, she that match she had with um Electra, Electra Lopez. Who, who was it? Electra it was, Lopez it was, was terrible. It was awful. But the yeah. spot she did in yeah. the Rumble, they. You can see the growth, and then of yeah. course, I mean, it's real. Yeah. I think, just I think out, her, you know. yeah, as far as what she did when she came out, I think everything was perfectly fine. I think only like, and this again from someone who's never wrestled, and I can't specifically give any kind of actual critique, just from a viewer standpoint. If she could just get her kicks a little higher, make them look like they're actually hitting someone in the face instead of like in the shoulder, then everything would have been fine. But I thought she, I thought she did great. Um, I thought Zia Lee had a great showing. I didn't expect her to have the showing that she had. But she came out fierce. I love that she threw her stick at the ref and just kind of walked his ass back before she got in the ring. <laughs> like she wanted to take it in. Uh, but yeah, man. Like uh, I and I guess this is sort of a nitpick. And again, I have no way to no evidence to speak on it. But uh, Shayna looked a little blown up. Like she got tired real quick and just kind of looked like she was a little slowed down. But I'm a huge Shayna. I kind of like secretly hope Shayna would got a, a bigger probably showing and would have wanted run to the ring that's probably why it was it was a long <laughs> run it was yeah but I those are just other small things I wanted to hit on um yeah thought it was great man thought it was great I, I want to I give a I want I want to give props to Raquel Raquel I thought Raquel had an awesome showing too yeah, like they're, yeah. like they're showing like they're showing that they're slowly building her up and that she's going to be one of the main players you know for for, yeah. for years to come she yeah. had a great showing yeah that's the sure, thing man like Raquel like I, I've said this before and I, I think WWE needs to focus on it more they would have to you know pull their heads out of the 1960s and include the women more on the show, but it's okay to have women feuds that aren't for the title. If you give other yeah. girls things to do, mm-hmm. it makes up, it builds up more stars and makes other girls yeah. look good instead yeah. of just the four you have in the title picture. So I've said this before, I think they should do that. I think maybe possibly introducing a women's mid-card title, something like to that effect. But that's the women's women's title. You can scrap the women's more. tag titles too. Yeah. Scrap yeah, the women's you should have the women's tag and do a mid card. I wouldn't be mad. Can you yeah. imagine how much they more stacked the women's rosters would be if we didn't have the women's tag titles? Like Dakota could can go after a fucking mid card title. You can you can yeah. that's how you can establish somebody like EO on the main roster. Because we know we all know how badass EO is, you know, in NXT, but you know, main roster crowd's different. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. like if you have a mid card, like that would have been a perfect way to build up Liv Morgan. Instead of setting her up yeah. for something that Facts. he wasn't ready but, to give her, but a mid card yeah. on each brand though, because you got no, 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 one, no mid card no, for both. Be for both. Uh, one, one brand and let it float because then yeah. it, it can mm-hmm. build up more things. But again, even even without just the mid card title, like even if it, they just gave people time, you could do, uh, like they kind of sort of built up the the Natty versus Shayna thing about Shayna breaking Natty's nose. They if they follow through with that storyline, uh. Piper and uh, Nikki Cross kind of have bad beef from going back and yeah, forth. Give yeah, that, yeah. give that a story. Like, just give them something to do. Raquel yeah. and Dakota Kai, you know, things I'm, like that. Yeah, I'm with you on. I'm with you on uh, giving them stuff to do, not based around the title, because that's how you build title contenders. So I'm yeah. definitely with yeah. you on that end. But um, all y'all really seem to be optimistic on Liv Morgan. Am I the only one that seems to be pessimistic about her going forward? I just, I just think she had a good showing. I, I'm not going to get my hopes up for anything that comes out for it because right now Rhea Ripley is the star, right? That's obvious. Rhea Ripley is the star coming out of that. But uh, I think to Lewis's point, I, I'm just saying that a performance like that should have been what kicked her, 
what what kicked her in the pants to begin with. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, they couldn't have done the Royal Rumble three, four months ago, but you could have had, I don't know, a gauntlet match or a battle mm-hmm. royal or a, yeah. something uh, yeah. something like that. A performance yeah. like that is what launches. If, if that had launched her into the Ronda Rousey angle, that Ronda Rousey angle wouldn't have been such a fucking failure. And it was. Yeah. It was a failure because no one believed she was ever going to beat Ronda Rousey clean, right? But now that she's done this... In storyline, you have way more reason to believe she could pull something like that off. So I just think something like this should have happened. Yeah, I think this like, yeah, like I'm not saying like immediately stick her back in the title picture or anything like that. But I feel like this could give her like, give her the chase, like uh, it gives her the, the, you know, the chip on her shoulder that she can have good matches like this. And even if she goes on like a consistent uh, like number one contenders matches and she goes to the limit she has his banger matches and loses and that just builds her time over time to then maybe eventually giving her another title in the future not in the near future but sometime in the future you know if she had this great showing let her have you know a banger match with Raquel and with Shane and everything like that and she loses and she loses and it's just kind of that building that chip on her shoulder till finally she wins the big one I feel like that could just progress her forward I'm not saying that like right now we need to stick her back in title contention yeah, I feel you. I just feel like she's about to get fed to Oscar, and then the momentum's gonna. Die. Yeah, I feel like she's getting fed to Oscar. Then that's yep. that's Oscar's first feud. She's gonna kill her, and then live momentum dies. That's that's shit. I'm I'm super excited for Oscar. I'm I'm really excited yeah. for Oscar. Like if if we can have an Oscar and Bianca match, boy, I'm all for that shit. Um, that's what I want to see. I want whoever yeah. whoever yeah. Uh, Rhea picks. I want to see Oscar face the other person for the title. I don't care who it is, whether it's Charlotte or whether I want to see Oscar win the elimination chamber. Get that stuff. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask y'all the same question I asked for the men's. Uh, who do you guys see Rhea Ripley facing at WrestleMania? Is it gonna be Bianca or is it gonna be Charlotte? I think it'll be Bianca. They've been that's the they, they've been telegraphing it. I would be very surprised if she goes the other way, but they've been telegraphing it for three or four months now. So I think, yeah, I, I think it'll be uh, it'll be Rhea and Bianca, and then I am all for an Oscar Charlotte rematch because i think i think both of them want to i think both of them want to make good what happened in 2018 because that match between oscar and charlotte was so hyped and then it got there and it just sort of fell flat not to mention oscar's winning streak ended and that almost killed oscar on the main roster and i think charlotte and oscar should both want to redeem themselves from that 2018 debacle so i'd I'd be very much up for charlotte versus oscar too absolutely (laughs) The only thing I would say to that is I think it was Charlotte that didn't want to lose. I think it was, I think it was, I think that was a big thing. Like Charlotte was the one that didn't want to lose. And Vince is obviously, you know, Charlotte's. Mm-hmm. Well, lose. then I, I guess I would just hope that Triple H would know better than to let the talent dictate the booking when there's a good business decision to be yeah. made. You know what? That is fair. Triple H is in charge now, so I will give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm actually gonna go bold here, and I think Rhea's gonna choose Charlotte. I think Rhea's gonna choose Charlotte, and I think that's bringing the entire Judgment Day over to SmackDown. Mm. Like I think, I think we're going to see a lot of people move, whether it's quietly or whether they have a draft like a month after Mania. Because I don't, I don't know when are they still doing that little WrestleMania backlash pay per view. Did Triple H mm-hmm. draft that? Yeah. Or yeah. No, it's yeah. still it's still gonna be a thing. Okay, just so call maybe it after away. that. Maybe after that. But um I think Rhea should go beat Charlotte because even though Bianca's cool, 
Rhea should go get that revenge on Charlotte because I, I think that can be a better story because it'll be the redemption and then bring all the Judgment Day over there and, you know, there's just more stuff for them to do. And I think they can legit, because I think the bloodline's going to be done and I think that's your new main event faction to run SmackDown. And they're there every week. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Charlotte as well. I think, number one, uh, the whole Ray Mysterio aspect. We don't even know what happened to Ray. We don't even know where he is right now. So we definitely, I definitely feel like Ray is going to be doing something with Dom at WrestleMania, and maybe even with Edge and Beth Phoenix. Who knows? Because they're still kind of involved in the story as well. So they could be setting some some big matchup that we don't know about. Uh, I'm so sick of Edge versus Judgment Day. By the way, just throwing that out there. I'm so tired of it. I want it to be gone. Um. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not against uh, her going against Charlotte. I mean, it makes, it does make sense for her to get her redemption, her revenge, uh, you know, make her a Grand Slam champion. She could finally beat Charlotte and get that off her bucket list. And her beating Charlotte right now, I mean, Bianca is has been killing it in the women's division, but Charlotte's obviously more of a legend in the division, so that could be a way to establish Rhea. Just kind of like how they established Bianca when they when she beat Sasha. You know, she'd be one of the four horse women. So I mean, if that's what the route they wanted to go. I think he'd be cool, and then you could set up Oscar versus Bianca, and this is a new version of Oscar too. So like, it's not like repetitive. Like, this is a different Oscar that we haven't seen. So this would be a big challenge for Bianca because she's facing a more dangerous and a more vicious, vile Oscar that hasn't appeared in WWE before. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Charlotte Judgment Day goes over to SmackDown because of the whole Rey Mysterio aspect. They, they definitely did something to Rey in the Rumble. They 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 kidnapped him. Something they don't know. They they did something to him. Something happened to Rey with the Judgment Day. I think. Uh, beyond, I think Bianca faces somebody else, and I think the Judgment Day moves to SmackDown with Rio. Okay. Uh, I also think that she's going to take Charlotte, uh, basically for all the same reasons that y'all sent to me. That they want to do. I think they're going to somehow try and finagle a way to do Ray versus Dom at Mania. Somehow, don't know. Uh, yeah. So I think she's going to take on Charlotte. I personally, as I do love. Evil Oscar Kana, whatever you want to call it. I think she's great, but just and I didn't even place Oscar into my thought process when I was thinking of this. Me personally, when I was just kind of doing fantasy booking, uh, I have a triple threat: Bianca, Becky, Bailey for the Raw Women's Title at Mania. You said Bianca, Bianca, Bailey, Becky. Because Bianca and Be- uh, 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 Becky and Bailey are feuding right now, I think that they're going to feud against each other, and then they're both going to want a shot at the title, and they're going to argue back and forth. And Bianca's going to be like, "She's EST. I can take y'all both. Doesn't really matter." And we're going to get a triple threat between all three of them at Mania. That's just again no evidence to book that. That's just me booking fantasy in my head. I again, I didn't take Oscar into that. She could. I would totally love to see Oscar versus Bianca, uh, but. That was just my my initial thought process, but I I do think Rhea is going to go over to SmackDown and take on Charlotte. Uh, I I got Rhea versus Bianca. Uh, I I like the idea you could start that be the next big feud in the women's division. I think Charlotte. I've been saying this for a while. I think Charlotte's going to take on Raquel. I think Raquel is is SmackDown's next star. I mean, if you look at that roster, I mean, they really need a breakout star. It there's it goes Charlotte. Ronda, Shayna, Raquel, and then everyone else. And then Liv. Um, but, like, even when you put Shayna, Raquel, and Liv, they're not on the level as Ronda. Same level as Ronda and Charlotte. So that roster is really, like, lacking. So they really need to build someone up. Um, 
And I think, like I said, Ra- Raquel, Raquel, Rhea and Bianca is is the next big feud for the women's division. Uh, it will be like probably the first big feud they have that doesn't involve the four one of the four horsewomen. So that would be like really huge. Um, something that I feel like the division needs. I feel like they need to be, continue to move away from the four horsewomen because obviously Shasha left and be- be- Becky and Bailey, they won't be around forever. And I feel like that's a WrestleMania match that you could book. Um, if you could prolong that feud even longer, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors. Where, where does Oscar fit? Where does, uh, um, where does the judgment day fit? Because obviously they got the feud with Ray, but they also got the feud with edge. So like this edge move to SmackDown does, does judgment day stay to raw? Like it's, it's a lot of factors. I think there's going to be a lot of just raw and SmackDown raw guys on SmackDown, SmackDown guys on raw, just cause it's WrestleMania season. You can get away with it. Um, but I, I think, I think the money match, at least not the money match. I think the, the match that that's better overall for the women's division would be Rhea versus Bianca and then Raquel versus Charlotte Flair. And you can really build some stars for the next five, 10 years. Uh, real quick. I don't, I don't want to cut anybody off and I, I really hate to do this, but we're, we're going a little bit longer than anticipated and I got to get my little one ready for bed. So I actually kind of have to go guys. Sorry, this won't happen every time. I promise. Just it's it's been a crazy day, and I got to get my little one. Take care of yours, Vince. You're good. I got to get my little one down. So I will see y'all next week. Appreciate y'all having me on. We'll be back next week for outside of the Rumble content. Uh, Real quick, GTZP1891 on TikTok. Uh, Love being here, y'all. Everybody, stay blessed, and I'll see y'all soon. Stay safe. All right, we'll let we're gonna let uh, Lewis and Axe touch real quick, and then we'll go ahead and sign off. So. Um, I mean, I I think the next big feud it has to be Rhea and Bianca. I this is this is a way to give Rhea her big ass win. So, I it should be Rhea versus Bianca. That's the money match. That's you know these two women are leading the next era. So, I think she's picking. You got the connection. What about you, X? I'll let you touch real quick. Storyline wise, it's gonna be Rhea and Bianca. If you guys go all the way back, the the Royal Rumble Bianca won. Who did she eliminate to win it? Who did she beat? It was Rhea. If you guys remember, we were supposed to get Rhea versus Bianca at Money in the Bank. Rhea had health issues. That's what we're gonna get. I can see Raquel versus Charlotte. Asuka just got back. She could be on Raw or SmackDown, so she could be another one for Charlotte. It has to be Rhea versus Bianca. Has to be. I'm cool with either one. I don't have to. I'll take either way, either match. Um, Storyline perspective, I think they both add up and make sense for Rio to go after either one. So I'm cool with either one. But we're gonna go ahead and sign off here, guys. Thank you guys for coming through to episode two. Uh, next week's episode, if you hey y'all thought G Baby's take on the Miz was crazy, wait till we get the next week. We're gonna be talking about theme songs, man. Theme boy. If y'all was hot today, bro, just wait till next week, man. Next week we're gonna be debating the top ten greatest WWE theme in history. So uh, thank you guys for coming through. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys subscribe to the player's choice. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, man. Next Sunday night. Stay sharp.